Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and thank you all for joining us today. As always, I am co-hosted with my stepbrothers. I like this. Oh, wow. I like, like that. That was eh? kind of sweet. That was endearing. I, I was like. gonna, I was gonna call you something else, but uh, well, what was the alternative? Oh, you don't want it. It's you gotta, it's, a, it's you, a family show. You gotta subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> oh God, this is after dark. Eh? After dark. Movie movie podcast after dark. After dark movies. Yes, my stepbrothers, Daniel. Daniel. Oh, hello. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and thought, Shay. Did you forget what your name was? No, no, no. I thought he was going to lean into like Daniel, the man of war jellyfish. <laughs> oh, that's, a, oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's too much of an inside joke. They won't that get is, that. Yeah. Yeah. No one will. No. Yeah, look, up, look up the man of war jellyfish. The Portuguese though. man of war. Yeah, look that up. Yes. You'll find a picture of me and another terrifying during fish. During a war. Yeah. And Shay. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, you guys can't respond back, <laughs> so I don't know why I asked. Someone in their car was like, "I'm doing great, Shay. Thanks good. for I'm thanks for good. saying that." There was that like, one yeah. person who's listening. It's like I wish someone asked me how I was doing. I how no, I try to ask people every day like how they're doing. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't ask anyone. It's it's like a weird uh, reflex for me. Well, I'll over ask it, we'll and like people will tell me, "Stop asking me how I am." The reason I don't ask is because then they will start talking. Mm-hmm. And, and then you hate talking. Like, and then it, it spirals uh, into a conversation and like, a friendship. Why did I ask? <laughs> oh, you just be like, hey, how your day was? How was your day? Now you found find out like their cats. Well, I usually them. read the the person correctly. So if they've started off very chummy with me, then I won't because then I know that I'm gonna know their kids' names. Uh, but if they're just like, hey, how's it going? Then I'll you know I'll be like, hey, how's your day going? They'll be like, oh, it's going pretty good. How about you? Ah, oh, it's pretty swell. Do you ever cut kept like if you're saying hi to somebody in passing? Yeah. When they're like, oh, hey, I'm like, hey, what's up? And I'm just like. They're walking away so they can't answer. No, I usually just I don't do the hey what's up yeah, anymore. No, I don't I just, say hey what's up. No. I, just, I just walk by. I'm like hey hope you're doing well. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, you pointed them I, like that I, too. I've, I've done it all at once. You know, yeah. like I've I've sealed it. Got you. So yeah. it's like science team delivered. That conversation's done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just walk past them. And just shoves them. I think yeah. just pushes them down a flight yeah. of stairs. If you I can. look at them like, don't look at me. Don't I, don't talk to me. It's mostly his mom that he's walking past too. That's pretty unfortunate. She's written into the show and many a times and says, "Why won't my son talk to me?" Maybe he'll answer my, my question. My mom actually just here. told me recently that she listens to the podcast. Oh, how's she enjoying good. it? Uh, she's enjoying it, I think. She's starting at the very beginning. Yeah, she gave us one star, I think. That so, was her, eh? Remember those was episodes? Her. Those those, those early, early episodes? Man, we've grown so much. We've grown a lot. It's been yeah. almost 50 episodes. If this is your first time listening, years. don't go back to the first episode. Yeah, because no. those don't count. We don't even pronounce the movie podcast correctly. Yeah, you got to put your past behind you. I still can't even pr- pronounce the movie you podcast. You can't end the show I can't correctly. even pronounce well, you do enunciate. <laughs> you do very enunciate. Well, I do enunciate very well. Yeah. I can say jewelry really well. Jewelry. Is that a tough word to say? Jewelry. Jewelry. I I don't jewelry. struggle with horror sometimes. And horror. Even horror on the show, was like, yeah, the horror. The horror, horror is a hard one. Uh, yeah. Movie. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Horror. Yeah. And horror. Then, and then there's horror. 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 horror? <laughs> or if you're saying it like uh, Frank Reynolds <laughs> yeah. on Always Sunny. Horror. <laughs> As always, you can catch a new episode of the Movie Podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. And if you want to be part of the show and give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections, head over to thistimewith.com slash talk. And this week's art and, and this week and this week our topic of the show is Cars. Cars. Not the movie Cars, but Cars Hopefully not. in film. <laughs> These iconic movie cars. Yeah. Right? So and in honor gonna... of the, the new Batmobile being revealed this week, we're going to talk about that, obviously. So we'll save our thoughts for that later yep. in the show. 
but we'll also discuss some of our favorite iconic cars. And Anthony, you mentioned you want to talk about some car chases as well. Yeah, let's talk about some car chases. Cool. Yeah, like real life ones. Like yeah. I'm talking about the boy Bronco. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a good car <laughs> that's scene. That's a chase. good car chase. Yeah. That's a, that's Is it a, a scene? It's a slow one, to be honest. Well, it's a scene in a show in a movie, probably. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's head over to our mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> were you, that you were like deflating as a balloon. Mailbag. I thought it was like an envelope being opened. Uh, yeah, I've always thought we always it go was... mailbag. <laughs> you sound like a Portuguese man of war right now. That's exactly how they sound. Yeah. Again, look that up on Google, and we're we apologize. It's called the Portuguese man of war jellyfish. Jellyfish. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Because um, that's what Daniel resembles closely. Yeah, and we were we went on a tangent before the show started. Instead of preparing for the show, we were looking at the scariest yeah, so insects and creatures. Well, we talked on this about earth. our fears. I, I think maybe near Halloween we should do an episode about our fears. But, <laughs> but our fears related to like mine was snakes. Daniel's was loneliness. Uh, yeah, loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's was fish. So I yeah. mean, well, no, like like scary fish. Scary fish. Yeah, yeah, has to be scary. Like fish. we didn't do any research on the cars though. No, we did. We have enough. We have enough. We got enough. We did research on cars and fishes. We drove in cars today. We should have done more research on Devin's question. Yeah. Devin <laughs> says, you guys have so much knowledge on the movie industry, and I really enjoy hearing you build your dream video game movie cruise. So, I have a game for you to play. It's kind of sadistic a little bit, the way he says it. He yeah, says it like Jigsaw. Like, I have a game for you to play. Very true, yeah. I'm yeah. going to talk to him. Um the following are video game series that I personally would like to see adopted into movies, but I need your help choosing the perfect crew to make them since I don't know the industry like you. I will, however, decide whether I'd like the movie to be live action or CG. Feel free to pick any of them or pick any or all of them. It'll obviously be a bit tougher if you haven't played the game. So the first movie, Devin wants us to kind of build a crew for is overwatch and he wants this movie to be cg makes sense because overwatch is a very visual and like bright bright, vibrant vibrant game game with very unique designs like if i could see any i like i would love to see like a pixar i can actually i can't see pixar doing no because like that 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 caliber of but i would see dreamworks do it oh yeah dreamworks seems like the kind of studio that would back this uh, maybe Sony, but again, because Sony has PlayStation and Overwatch is yeah. exclusive, they probably wouldn't. But I could see DreamWorks do it. And uh, the thing with DreamWorks movies is usually the directors really it could be a hat, hat in the name. Like it doesn't really. <laughs> is there like a, a character in Overwatch that's like the main character or is just anyone who's. There's like fan favorites. Yeah, I know like probably the most iconic one is uh, what's her name? I'm going to. Trixie me... Pixie? Trixie Pixie? No. That, did I make that up? Let me get the name and I'll Blip, let you guys talk. Gloop? No, no, are you talking? Is that I'm, I'm Gwen, shutting down Gwyneth Paltrow's company? Uh, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm shutting down right now. Uh, it's a glip, glop. Devin's <laughs> listening to this and he's yelling at us. Uh, what Tracer. Tracer. Tracer, that's, that's it. Tracer. I was close. Yeah. I called her Trixie. You called her Gloop? No, I called her Trixie <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah, then we went to Gloop. Yeah, yeah Tracer. Tracer is yeah, a, Tracer. She probably. speaks from the Gloop yeah, side of things. Because she can like, teleport and stuff like that. Yeah, Tracer. Who would play Tracer? Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, Scarjo Hansen. Yeah, Scarjo. Scar-Jo. Timothy Chalamet for Timothy sure. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Okay, let's let's move on to uh, the second video game, Bully, and Devin wants it in a live action format. I want to see Quentin Tarantino make a very ultra violent movie with kids, and I want it to be this movie. Cool. 
I'm down, down for that. Idea. I'm down for that. His third film is Bayonetta, which is also a live action. I can see like a Japanese yeah. director coming in. Maybe even Tarantino could do it, but again, it's too high. It's too fast. Yeah, it's for very a uh, film. flashy. Very flashy. Yeah. Very flashy. Mm. Don't. No I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who could uh, who could do this justice. I think Bayonetta. if Ken Watanabe wanted to direct a movie, yeah, <laughs> Ken Watanabe this would be this would be the movie he'd start with. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Starcraft live action slash CG, and he's given us the choice to pick. So I I think these movies kind of work better as CG because you look at Warcraft, you look at World of Warcraft. Those that movie had that blend of CG and live action. Um, but because StarCraft and the Warcraft games have such amazing, uh, like trailers and cutscenes cut that are yeah. from, I think Blur, Blur, Studio, right? Blur does them. Yeah. Those are so amazing. Yet they're so expensive, but they would look so cool yeah. done CG. Yeah. But I get, I get it's expensive, but you're going to make money. But are you though? Are you though? But that's, it's such a gamble sometimes with these properties making them. Unless you like, do it right. Yeah. yeah. Cause like the audience is there on the game side, but are you going to get those people to leave home and go to the theater? How to much watch money it? do you think it would cost us a, a full CG Starcraft? Like, because you look at, look at it like, I almost want to say spirits, like a $500 million project. Spirit, it's within. Yeah. But that's an awful, that does not look good though. And then Final Fantasy Advent Child. Which was fucking amazing. So, I've seen Spirits Within and it's not that great. Spirits Within wasn't But great. also the CG does n- not hold up. Not age. No. But Final Fantasy Advent Child, you've watched that? No, I haven't watched that one. That's friggin' dope. And that's all CG. What was the budget on that one? Uh, I don't know. They, I don't know if they've ever disclosed the budget on Final Fantasy Advent Child. Yeah, oh yeah, the Final Fantasy like CG is unreal. Those, it's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's just the storyline's a little meh. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, like, it's Final Fantasy. It's like it's convoluted as hell. Yeah, but, you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, look at the way they name their games. It's like Final Fantasy 15 slash R Remix underscore XXX3. You know what I mean? Like, that's how Why they name are their games. Why three X's, Daniel? They, that's how they name their games, man. That's Roman numbers, right? Yeah. They, they have weird names for their games. I can't find it, like, other than speculation online, but it's millions of dollars for... Those cutscenes, especially if you're looking at Blur quality, which is like Tim Miller, I think, who's the founder of Blur. Yes. Who directed Deadpool. And that the, 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 um, I, whenever I hear like Tim Miller's name in CG, I always think of the Batman Arkham, is that Arkham Knights? Yeah. That, oh, those. That scene with Batman and Deadpool. Uh, Death, Deathstroke? Deathstroke, sorry. Deadpool. Oh, that's the Deathstroke. Arkham Origins uh, cutscene, the the trailer. Or- yeah, in the snow. My God, because, what an amazing scene that is. Like, I would love to see a superhero film that way. Because yeah. you can't get a living, hu- real human being to, to reenact that. No. Like, there's a scene where Batman is, like, spiraling through the air. Or no, sorry, Deadpool's spiral. Deathstroke. Deadpool. Yeah. Deathstroke, I always get the two. Deathstroke is spiraling through the air. Batman shooting batarangs while they're running, and Batman, uh, what is it? Grapples, grapple guns to Deathstroke. Yeah, to knee him. Like you can't film that. It's beautiful. And I if just, they do it in CG, it doesn't look right. Right, because the environment isn't. But a whole movie in that animated style. Oh, one day, dude. One day, I hope. One day. I just oh, one day for sure. Yeah. One day. I just like there needs to be more superhero movies set during the winter because it looks it's such a cool aesthetic in movies. Yeah. Like in uh. Into the Spider Verse, and they have like their like the snow scenes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Looks very cool. Yeah. Iron Man three, Iron Man three as well too. Do we see? Yeah, we see snow. Yeah, we yeah, do a little bit. He's in. Uh, 
it's not Tennessee. really the yeah. biggest. Focus. But like when you just see like a fight and there's snow, like Dark Knight Rises has it, but it's also very daylight, so you yeah, don't doesn't you really don't feel it. Yeah, but like it's so cool looking. Yeah. Cool. Um, and we also uh, Devin also asked a Bioshock slash Bioshock Infinite live action. Chris Nolan. Christopher Nolan. It yeah. seems like a Christopher because yeah, such a twisted story, twisted crazy underwater world. Down yeah. here for it. Very cool. Very cool. And Chrono Trigger. What if we made a Chrono Trigger CG film? Sounds great to me personally. Um, <laughs> I don't know who would do it though. I I've never played Chrono Trigger. So I don't I. even know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it's a Japanese RPG. Yeah. I I know of it. I just don't know really like enough of the lore. Enough of really the lore. Give it to. Style, you know? Probably Peter Jackson. He loves doing lore stuff. Yeah, this this looks like what's that movie that came out? Uh, the world one, the planet one, the one that came out like two yeah. years ago. Yeah, Mortal, <laughs> Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. That's it. Yeah. Yes, it was very Mortal Engines. Yeah. Um, and Devin's last video game film that he would like us to build a crew for is Deus Ex: Human Revolution in this a one, live action format. This one I I can definitely see the Wachowskis. Maybe yeah, probably the Wachowskis yeah. actually because or even it's very Blade Runner esque as well. Yes, like steampunk. So, yeah. Cyberpunk. So you could even see Denis do it, but I can't because Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridley Scott could do it. Ridley Scott. Who would play Mr. What is his name? Mr. Deus Ex. His name is Mr. X. Mr. X. Mr. X. Who would play uh, Mr. X? He looks like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like I like... just want to see Keanu Reeves, but then Christian Bale's there. Yeah, he could play him too. Yeah, but give. Chris Evans a beard and glasses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think James Gunn said he's a fan of the series too, so I can see him doing it. I remember this when it came out and it was like, oh, this is like the Matrix, but it's not the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Thank you, Devin. Thank you so much, Devin. Yeah, for sending in that question. And again, if you guys would Mm -hmm. like to ask us questions, we would love to answer them. So always, or head over to thistimewith.com slash talk to uh ask your questions yeah most of the time in the day i'm just answering questions so yeah it is if i can answer more i'd love to cool let's do it guys let's head into the news i feel like going forward with the way the state of the world should we have like a jingle or something like for corona watch oh you know what i mean like yeah panda watch <laughs> well what's the what's the what's the name they, they've officially given it covid 19 sounds like a an assassin. Oh, it does. Yeah, or like, does. or like, agents, like a, or some agent sort of Smith. agent. Well, yeah, it's it's slowly coming for everything. So yeah, it's getting these Italians right now, yeah. huh, Anthony? What do you have to say for yourself? <sighs> what am I? What are you gonna do? Hey, <laughs> what are you? Gonna what's do? the matter with you? It was a very Italian response of you too. What are you gonna do? Oh boy. Um. So some sad news for James Bond fans. Uh, no time to die has been postponed. Due to the corona coronavirus outbreak, and this is from Brett Lang of Variety. So, No Time to Die has been postponed until November. MGM Universal and Bond producers Michael J. Wilson and Barbara Broccoli announced on Wednesday. Is that a Stan Lee character? <laughs> I had to like, I had to like really think about saying that name. Like, Barbara Broccoli. Uh, the film was originally supposed to be released internationally on April second. And in the U.S. on April 10th. However, the spread of coronavirus has led the closures of theaters in major markets such as Italy, South Korea, China, and Japan. So what do you guys think? 
It sucks. We literally just bought our tickets too. Yeah, I was the, so yeah. excited to watch it. So we heard we heard rumors of this, like I'm like, oh, is it going to open? Is it going to be pushed? And then as soon as Cineplex here in Canada put tickets on sale, I'm like, oh, maybe maybe we're safe. Maybe we're going to be able to watch this. And then literally two days after us buying tickets, uh, the tweet dropped, and I was just like, oh my god! And it's November 25th now. Like it's so far away. It's not even remotely close. Yeah. Like, so it's a bummer. I mean, like we got our refund on our tickets and stuff, but like, man, we have to wait so long. Yeah, we were looking oh. forward to it so much because there's there's not a lot of movies coming out till at least May. Yeah. I think, what Black Widow? Black Widow is at the end of April, like last day of April, pretty much May. So we were looking forward to watching yeah. this film and to hear that they're postponing it. Uh, this movie's had awful luck this movie was supposed to come out november 2019 yes it got pushed to february then it got pushed to april now it's getting pushed all the way to november again like november's a long time yeah seven months seven months so uh, i i understand like because they're not opening up in major markets but like italy and south korea they're not huge markets they're not huge markets to to warrant a full close like full Shut down. Shut down. Like they could push their 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 right. um release date. their release date to but November thirtieth. Didn't we? We literally spoke about this last week, right? About Bond being pushed. And in terms of, it's a possibility because we spoke about how the market. We spoke. We said like, oh, Spectre made this, Skyfall made this. Like, yeah, it's not a big market in China, but when you when you're taking out Italy, when you're taking out Japan, when you're taking out South Korea, that's all money that's adding up. Because by the time, let's say, this hits in November, there. And it still releases here in in April. There's an eight, it's on home release already. They're they're going to be having it to watch there. No one's going to watch it if they can have an HD. All I gotta to say it, right? is it's a Mia Mario. Well, I disagree <sighs> with that fact. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, sources say MGM will t- likely take a hit of thirty million to fifty million. That's a lot of money. Huh? Yeah, because of the marketing and everything involved with because, pushing this now, right? So think about like. James Bond. How much does James Bond of James Bond film make in in its entirety internationally? I mean, when you look at uh, Skyfall, did a Billy. Skyfall hit a Billy was the first one to do so, and then from there, Spectre. I don't know if Spectre crossed a billion. We'll I can take a look. we'll take a look at that. But Bond movies always typically do well, especially overseas, right? So it's a big hit, and it's funny seeing kind of like the the domino effect of all of this, right? Like we know we've already spoken about how Hollywood's going to get oh. a big hit this year. We look at um, the every all the marketing tie-ins for this, like um, the watch. What's the watch? Come, Omega. Omega, yeah, Omega and Swatch. They're just like, yeah, our we're supposed to release them in April. They're going to be released in November now. Like Daniel Craig's on SNL this week. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Bond was coming up. He's still going to be on SNL, but like, it's just there's so he, many. He's probably so annoyed. You know, like I know, so I, like I annoyed. I can he's see like it. just drawing out this film even more now. He's just yeah. like, get it done with. He's like, I just wanted it to be out. It's like, um, I'm done yeah. with it. But like Universal, who was also putting out Trolls World Tour, pushed that up. So it took Bond's release date. Thank God. But it's it's strange that they're like, okay, yeah, we're okay to have Trolls open up that day. I think because Trolls can do better domestically. Yeah, that's exactly um, it. So to give you an idea, Spectre, the last one that came out, domestic, it did about $200 million. Yeah. Internationally, it did 680 Damn, see, it's 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 Out of that 600 million internationally japan south korea i can't what, see that china much and italy but no but but that the thing though is that they're also trying to yeah they're, for, they have to have to be preventative in the sense of we know theaters aren't closed elsewhere in europe right now but come april there may be more closures in different theaters right so come yeah. april maybe all theaters are closed in europe 
and they have to account for that. I'm hoping come April it won't be an issue, but it the way just it's sucks, the way it's looking, man. it looks like it's this virus is getting stronger and stronger every day. It's, it's 400 scary. cases as this is as of what Saturday Sunday in the United States. Yeah, because they're doing more testing too, right? Yeah. So they're gonna find them more. Yeah, it's it's scary, man. It's, it's just scary. uh, obviously this isn't the last of um of movements. I don't think we'll see because now that now that this is opening in November, it's opening up five days days after King Kong versus Godzilla, so that's probably gonna move now. And then if that moves. Into December, for example, then you have Dune for Warner Brothers, which is already kind of like a box office up in the Question air. Is, is it going to do mm-hmm. well? Mm-hmm. Does that get pushed to January? Does, I don't think so. They they kind of release it. They do, but like they also don't want to cannibalize it with something else. So it's like before, like Dune had all of December and January to itself. Now it's going to be riding the but coattails the, of a Bond movie. But right? a lot of the studios will also want, you know, actual financial reports for this year so to push it to next year Mm -hmm. is gonna make the reports Mm -hmm. look shitty for this year no for sure but at least if they but if it's something happening to all studios i don't think it's as big of a scare yeah you know but it just and but the thing is like this isn't the end of this i think we're going to start to see coronavirus some other things just like shuffling up you know james bomb can you see can you see movie theaters like i don't want to say but like do you think movie theaters would just stop Operating, operating for a bit. Well, they've been quiet. Like we, we've seen. But that's crazy. Two films like now. how do you? Yeah. That's a that's their business. How do you just stop a business? Yeah. Could you? Um, what? Like I know it would have never happened. Yeah. But could you imagine if they said we're for this Bond movie? Netflix. It's going right to home streaming services, and oh, you could wow. buy it right God. now. Could you imagine if they did that? Would you buy that it? Hundred percent, I'd buy it. If I could watch, I would. You, they could you, charge a premium. You can't, you can't own it. You can only buy it. Okay. To watch it. For 24 hours. Okay, but how much do I have to pay? $25. Done. Done. Easy. That's pretty easy, yeah. If I get if I get it in 4K in my house, 100% no, I'm doing that. 720. No. <laughs> 480p. No. And there's going to be one fucking frame. Yeah, and you have it. to watch it on a 2006 iMac. Yeah. <laughs> Why? While someone slaps you. Yeah. Uh, well, who's a bunch of hornets and a, and a Portuguese <laughs> man, man of war. <laughs> man of war. <laughs> sits on your head. Uh, I do it. It's 25 yeah. bucks. No, but it's not bad. <laughs> but listen, like, do you think this is a future we could maybe anticipate of? It's maybe, scary to think that. I just, they'd be like, man. we're releasing this day and date at home. You could watch this at home. Load up as many people as you want in your house. It's going to cost like a, paper, a pay-per-view event. It reminds me of when I, the an interview came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't see like like the the um, the studios having the infrastructure to to do it in the sense where they're going to get people buying it. You know, they haven't hit that, like, built that psychology for people to start buying For sure. But the the infrastructure is possible, though. The infrastructure is there. Like, yes, we could store it on a server and access it. But how do we get that message across to people who don't understand that? Like, just, they have to buy it. Plus, they can't charge per head. They will just, they'll charge you once, and then you could have, like, all of us here. But, I mean, like, a pay-per-view boxing event, right? Like, uh, it's like 100 bucks. Yeah. 120 bucks. So, like... They're making that's a straight money then, that they're not splitting with anybody, right? Even that's just like five people at a theater. Like that's five of us. That's three of us here in yeah. the room. Two more people. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like we're all pulling our money together. Yeah. Like I like I'm not opposed to that. Obviously, I want to always watch movies in theaters. Yes. Especially Bond, but like that would have been like that would have been 
also kind of scary. I'm like, damn, how bad is this virus? Yeah, they're making well, us watch it. People have been surviving than dying, so yeah. I don't know. I, I, well, I think I the, I think outbreak, the biggest thing but... with the virus is, you know, they compare it to the flu, and then like the flu, you know, it kills so many people. But what the flu has is a vaccinate. Like you can get a shot for the flu. You yeah. can't get a shot for this coronavirus. So when you if you're infected, you don't know. You just hope that you your body could fight it off. And right? if you're an older yeah, it's, older person or young, very young, it's it, it could kill you. So if there's no vaccination, there should be a worry. You think we'll start getting coronavirus shots? Well, they don't. They, Probably next it's going to take about six months to before coronavirus, if, like a, a vaccination, could be even applied. So right, they have to test it and make sure it can work. Okay, crazy times. On to more coronavirus <laughs> news. <laughs> South by Southwest canceled due to coronavirus outbreak, and this is from Natalie Jarvie and Trilby Beresford. Beresford, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I spent like five minutes you before the show. You did. You were practicing like you trying to pronounce Anchorman. this guy's name. <laughs> you were like the arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Um, and this is coming from THR, the Hollywood Reporter. South by Southwest. West has been canceled due to the corona uh, concerns surrounding the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, for those of you who don't know what South by Southwest is, it is a um, Austin, Texas film festival that's held every year, and a lot of actual like big movies premiere there. Yeah, I think one of the uh, one of Pixar's films in the past, like I don't know if it was Toy Story or Finding Dory, or premiered at south by southwest so it is a big film festival for the movie industry yeah and music um, there's concerts there too there's yeah. a lot of huge concerts like, video game stuff there too it's like it's such a multimedia event yeah you know so a lot of participants would be like apple and facebook and um amazon amazon warner uh, warner media and twitter so what do you guys think about the another cancellation due to the coronavirus this is the start of all public events slowly, slowly fading away. Um, when you look at, you know, E3, that's already having so many people back out. Of we talked about it before. We oh, for sure, it's, it's going to be posted. Right? It's not going to. It's not going to. Think, think about what else happens. We, uh, June comes around. We have WWDC. You know, from yep. Apple. These are all events that are so public, and with this, with the scare that's out there right now with this virus, I wouldn't be surprised. If things like that, maybe just go online only. Yeah. Um, but things like South by Southwest, that as a creative, that sucks. Because a lot of these people are trying to get their work out yeah. there shown. And purchased. Oh, my God. And now it's just like devastating. Mm. It's really devastating because you spend all this time and money to make maybe make a documentary or make a short indie film or whatever you've done. And you're hoping that maybe Amazon will watch it, Apple will watch it, Netflix. And now and no one buy can. It, right? Yeah. yeah. Now you're... You're kind of stuck with this, kind of like a big burden, you know. Like, yeah, what do they call it? Shelf movies. Yes, you know, yeah. and they put on the shelf, or you lose a lot of money, and you can't even you can't yeah. even show it. How anymore. are you going to show it off to them? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, it's just like what Jay said. Like, I, I saw a lot of directors and writers and just creators responding to this last night, and obviously the writing was on the wall for a little bit for South by Southwest because we yeah. saw. Apple pull out last week and other companies kind of start to domino effect leave as well too. Um, but for the actual event to be closed, like that's again, that's an audience that these creators have spent years of their lives making things to show mm -hmm. off and not have that audience. The nice thing though, is I've been seeing a lot of talk of there being like an alternative, alternative, like online event and things like that to showcase the work of people. But you know, it's different when you're there and you're with an audience and everything like that mm -hmm. too. But 
again, I, th- I just think it's we're in a time where we're trying to be so preventative of spreading germs and anything. It doesn't matter if everybody's trying to have the best hygiene possible. I mean, like something could still happen, right? And they don't want to risk that or to have anyone. But that's how the virus know? wins. <laughs> that's how the virus wins. You can't let the virus win. You can't let the we virus win. We don't negotiate win. with viruses. Like if you really think about it, like what are you? You're not supposed to communicate with people anymore. Like I don't know. It's coming, but I'll be honest, man. Like here in Canada, like Costco announced they're not doing samples anymore. Yeah. Uh, Roll up the rim is canceled at Tim Hortons. Like it's yeah. it's it's interesting. All these things that, sh- in hindsight, you're looking at and you're just like, yeah, the way some people roll up their rims on their cups, that's disgusting. Yeah. They use like they'll use like their whole mouth to like rip it and then hand it to somebody. Like yeah. it's like little things like that. You're like, yeah, that's not the most healthy thing ever to do. But you're seeing you're seeing so many places. Like at the movies, like I was there today, like. Everyone's wearing gloves. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. Like I went to the washroom and like there was a lineup just to wash hands. And like I've, I've, been, I've, I've been never seen that. Sanitizer. Like it's crazy. Damn. I don't think you could drink it. I don't know. I'm fine right now. Kills you just a little inside. bit of blood, but it's okay. <laughs> like I, I was, um, I was reading yesterday that Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, is put out a memo to teams saying get ready to play without people in your stadium yeah. this is exactly like space jam and yeah. i'm like uh <laughs> wow like Remember? so any large crowd crowded environments baseball too i think they're they're B- noticing problem. less people going to games yeah um today the nhl Baseball's, oh there's spring training yes yeah. yeah yeah today the nhl announced that they're not having any media allowed in locker rooms after games and mlb and nba are probably going to be following that as well too soon so yeah. it's a lot of and well, but i wonder like down the road, does it change? Does it go back to how it was? You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's such a weird like movie plot yeah. that you think about. Like, damn, like you don't think people are going to be like how this they with are. Sars, I can't. No, remember, no, 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 no. I don't think so. I like because people are. It's like it's being hyped up a lot, and people are talking I think about it more. I think it's because of the internet nowadays. I yeah, think so, like yeah. social media. Is, yeah, the world. Everything is so hyper. Reactive, Ex- reactive, and exposed. Like when I was looking at the numbers of how many have died and how many are infected and how many have been, you know, okay after. Like it's substantial. The amount of people that have survived from Corona greatly outweighs the number that yeah, have course. passed away, and that's unfortunate. But a lot of people that passed away were a lot older. And again, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know what I'm talking about half right. the time. But at the same time, it feels super exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a friend of mine for contingent yeah. out there. It's like what contagion. Contagion. Sorry, yeah. did I say oh. contingent? I yeah. think you said contingent. I'm like, oh, it's contingent on what? On <laughs> who's what litigation? Contagion um, out there. Yeah, no, because it's funny because like you're going to stores on like. Is it funny? You it, think this is funny? Uh, you know, one death. Oh shoot! Is, I said it was funny, right? It's enough. Yeah. No, I was gonna say you're going to stores and like all their cleaning supplies are like gone and oh stuff like God, that. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, like what's like really, guys? Like, I was relax. at Walmart and it literally felt like an apocalypse. People were buying so much toilet paper. I yeah. was like, how much are you shitting? Like, I need to wipe my ass. Like I, I, I was actually blown away. Yeah. I was, and I came in just to buy toothpaste and I was yeah. like, maybe I should buy it for the next six years. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing buying it for the next few months. Yeah, man. It's a crazy world out there. Yeah. Uh, I, heard, I heard one of you cough before the show started, so I'm keeping an eye on both of you. Was it me? I don't know. It was a silent cough. It was, I just—I <laughs> was was heard it. Cough. I heard it. I didn't look up enough time. Um, let's move on to more news. Non-coronavirus related. Not until you get to the very end of the story. Wait till the end of the story. 
It was a surprise Corona <laughs> visit. <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi to tackle Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for Netflix. And this is from Boris Kitt of THR. Good, Good old, old Boris. Boris. Good old Boris. Uh, so Ta- uh, Taika Waititi has found the golden ticket. Mere weeks after winning an Oscar for penning Jojo Rabbit, Waititi is jumping into the world of Roll a Doll. Roll a Doll? Roll Doll. Roll Doll. For Netflix, closing a deal to write and direct and executive produce two original animated series based on the celebrated author's work, the streaming company announced Thursday. So what do you guys think about Taika Waititi taking over Charlie and the Chocolate? I didn't even know this. Oh well, I did know this. We were talking about this we, a couple of yeah, yeah like, but in the ch- in our chat we were talking about yeah. But he never really we will, we didn't really know he was going like, to sign up till now. This is I think this is probably like some of the best pairing of like like creativity. novel and creativity yeah. and director. Yeah. Like Taika is like the definition of like whimsical and fun. He's and, very Charlie and chocolate. Factory, you know what yes. I mean? Like I think he could bring such an amazing thing to this world, and the fact that it's going to be animated too. I really love. Yeah. Um. So yeah, for this, uh, Boris said that it's going to be like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory animated series, as well as uh, an original show based on the Oompa Loompas. Is he directing everything, or is he just a show creator? I feel like he'll direct like the first two episodes or yeah. something, and then he'll have other people come into it. But like, that's so cool, man. Like, I yeah. love Roald Dahl, and like, I think there's no better pairing for this work. Are you guys big Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I fans. love big. No, I I would say I'm a casual watcher. Yeah. Like when I watch it, I want I want to eat chocolate. Like yeah. that's that's my biggest takeaway from the mm. film. <laughs> I love. Like, uh, I get hungry. I yeah. love the Gene Wilder one. Yes, I don't watch. I've never seen actually the Johnny Depp the one. Johnny Depp one. I saw it in theaters. That was oh a, god. It was a scary. No, I refuse experience. to watch it because I looked at the trailer and I'm like, that's fucking creepy. It's a it's a very Tim Burton take on it. Yeah, but I think Taika is such a good per, like a good director to handle Do you think this. he would play a character? Do you think he'll voice Willy do you, Wonka? Do you think he'll be Willy Wonka? <laughs> he could voice it. He'll voice did. somebody in this. I could. I would be cool to see him as Willy Wonka because I think he could bring something really cool to he that. He has too. so much on his plate. He's really like he's got so much. We're never plate. getting the Akira animated movie. No, we're no, never. No. We're never seeing that or live action movie. Well, it's good because it shouldn't be a live action movie. Yeah, but I'm down. Are there any other? Like, I mean, like Roald Dahl. Like we've had so many adaptations of his books like matilda uh the witches is coming james out. and the giant peaches as well. james and the giant peach yeah. was one of his as well yeah it was yeah i, I think so yeah uh what i remember like uh yeah Char- uh, charlie and the chocolate factory man there's so many are you checking <laughs> on james and the giant peach uh, i'm just checking on Roald doll oh got you uh danny the champion of the world i did a book report on that in grade three because i'm like hey it has my name in the you title remember that? Damn. oh bfg bfg yeah 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 he did james and the giant peach yeah so like his his twits Oh, the twits, yeah. Like he, his works have been adapted so many times, especially in the '90s. So it'd be nice to see new blood. And I was when I was looking into this more. Netflix has a deal with his estate, so we may be seeing more, I guess, works on his books. You want to hear something funny? Say, yeah. I didn't know about this guy until you. I just said his name. Really, you've eh? never heard of Roald but, Dahl. but you've heard of his. I heard of his stories, yeah, but yeah. I've never heard of his. Really, name. Eh? Well, that's good. That's Is fine. it? Is, that's am fine. I cultured? No, it's. Uh, I You're mean, not. Did not you cultured. have a Did you have a childhood? I think. Quentin, oh, did Quentin, I have a childhood? Do they have Quentin, books in Italy? Quentin I didn't grow. I didn't live in Italy. Well, I don't know. I, I just mean, did cool things. I didn't yeah. oh, like yeah. read about Willy Wonka. I've never heard of Quentin Blake. Quentin Blake though. is the one who does all the animations for his book covers. So he has. Like, you know, a, like has a very distinct style of. 
Do you know like Shel Silverstein? No. Do you know like Robert Munch? Robert Munch. Yeah, I know Robert Munch, yes. Canadian as well. Canadian, that's why. And then Shel Silverstein. Look him up. You'll recognize him for sure. I know R.L. Stein. Goosebumps. I know Stephen King. Am I saying that right? What am I. What is this? Dan Brown? Shel Silverstein. Shel? S H E L? He's not like the gas station. Shell has great gas. Shell Silverstein. I'm trying to blank. I'm drawing a blank on this. Where the sidewalk ends. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't a big reader growing up. I'm not gotcha. a lot. Li- well, I read a lot of Does comics. Does look familiar to you? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. this artwork for sure. Yeah. And you just had a very distinct face. Yep, that's a face. <laughs> that's a face. That's though, a face. Right? That's uh, a face for a radio. We're doing uh, like all of us here on the movie yes. podcast. We're uh, looks like a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a full. Uh, we're doing like a, a deep dive on Google Images right now. I don't know why James up. Franco's there, but yeah. <laughs> maybe he's gonna play him. Uh, in a movie. Maybe doesn't look. Anything. Yeah, Roald Dahl, like a lot of amazing work. So. Okay, well, I was being uh, vulnerable, and you shitted on me. No, I didn't. no, I didn't. I, I think that it's yeah, great that you, you don't said, know who Did you have Roald a childhood? And Shay said, "Go fuck yourself." So I did say that. But did we say it in that order, though? Yeah, you said it. It was that order, right? It was that. It was that order. Yeah. Are you gonna watch this though? You interested in this? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I paid for the movie. I'm going to watch it. Of <laughs> okay, course got you. Now you got to watch everything on Netflix. Yeah. So. No, they, Netflix should pay give like some sort of incentives to their uh, to their subscribers. I think base. they do. I think it's the content they. Yeah, produce. I think I think the, no, I think I the want, shows that they. Make. I want an Academy Award. <laughs> you want an Academy Award? Imagine so they have to put they everyone win, who has Netflix. I win. Okay, gotcha. that's, that's how it true. works. They, right? they just mail you I a tiny put, uh, Academy Award, like like a piece of it, like a <laughs> cut off a piece. No, it's not their Academy. It's our Academy Award. Is what is this like Russia? They shave off a little bit of the gold god soviet union imagine imagine we all have an academy award because we subscribe to netflix what part of the academy award would you want oh definitely the generals they have the academy has to make that many awards for everyone who paid and produced Mm. this film it's a good thing not that many people subscribe to netflix because yeah you know i think the first you know couple of people who subscribe should get it well it's definitely not us i mean i was definitely i was day one canada Yeah, day one canada gets it yeah, I was day one Canada for sure. 2011, right? Something like that. Something sure. like that, yeah. Uh, does do you guys want to take a wager and not a wager, but like, do you want to wager a guess on how many subscribers Netflix has according I to my quick see the search? number when you you did. Yes. Was that what you were ballparking? No. <laughs> what did you more or less? Uh, I thought it was less. What were you originally going to predict? Like fifty million. <gasps> how about you? What the hell, man! Fifty million. That's it. I was going to say like three hundred to five hundred million. According to that quick Google search, I just said it was 167 million. Oh, yeah. So I was way. How up. many of those people are sharing passwords? All of them. It's true. And I think that's why I th- the that remember that the sto- the story we talked about James Bond and you know producing the film out. I think that's why they wouldn't work because yeah. people would just invite many people. To yeah. Their yeah, house. That, that, yeah, yeah. So there was a uh, back in the day when the Xbox One was announced back in 2013, the Kinect camera was a big part of their. Oh, announcement of that as you could all we, remember we haven't forgotten that um one of the things they announced during that conference is that and and the, the afterworks of all that they could studios could release movies that are in theaters right to the xbox for people to watch and the connect will be able to sense how many people are in the room and let you know like oh you only have a license for four people to watch this but you can't have another person in there so like, because they can detect the the you're, bodies and stuff like that in there. You gotta hide behind a. You gotta, you gotta watch it. You know, like a thermal suit, like a cold, <laughs> like an ice box. You're walking in. Yeah. You're, you're like <laughs> that person is dead. Someone's catching hypothermia to, to finish. What if no it's like you have more people, but you know there's only you? Oh, it's a horror movie right there. That's fucked. Oh, oh, write it down. Write it 
write it down. Write it down. down. Again? If you guys make this film, I will hunt you down. Yeah, but then we'll release it on Xbox so you can yeah, watch it. Yeah, you know? they can't watch it. But no one has a connect. Anymore. But that's everyone, true. Yeah, no one's got a connect. <laughs> Even the guy who made the connect is like, what is this thing nah, that I, don't I made? Want it. I don't want it. Uh, segwaying from video the connect and yeah. video gaming. Yeah. Last of yeah, Us. I got you. Series is in the works for uh, HBO, and this is coming. Uh, this is being produced and created by the creator of Chernobyl, Craig Manson, and Neil Druckmann. And this is from Boris Kitt and Patrick Shanley of THR. So, Daniel, you sent this news what a couple of days ago? You were like, "Oh my god!" I couldn't because this is the thing. Like, we literally we had our video game episode a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And we were two episodes, I, ago. two episodes ago, and I feel like great episode. You should listen to it, by the way. Oh yeah, I feel like so many of the things we were talking about there have been top of mind for a lot of people. Like most of all, this happening because like we were pitching. Like Last of Us has always been one of those things that we were anticipating as a movie. We talked about it so many times. That was yeah. that was my pitch. So my pitch was Last of Us. Yeah. And now, not only are we getting a Last of Us adaptation. Series. We're getting it not as a, a movie, a limited we're series. Getting it as a series, focus on Joel and Ellie from the creator of one of the probably the biggest show of last year, Chernobyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only that, the creator of The Last of Us and Naughty Dog, Neil, like like the creator of Last of Us, Neil Druckmann, and the production company behind the game, Naughty Dog, is a part of this. We saw Neil at PSX. We did, and like, and this is crazy to think that, you know, like obviously Last of Us Part Two is coming out in May. This is going to be probably coming out next year. Next year, I assume. I can see next fall. Like, this is the best case scenario when we're Uncharted is another Naughty Dog property. They can't even find a. Well, they did find. They a have director. a director now in Ruben Fletcher, but like yeah. Naughty Dog isn't part of that. Yeah. And the thing that makes me most excited about this is Naughty Dog is one hundred percent there. They announced it with HBO, and it's on HBO so of all you, places. Do you think this story takes place after Last of Us Two? No, it's a, no, a, adap- it's, it's, it's adapting the first game. The first game, so yeah. it's just tell, retelling of that story. Yeah. Right. Oh, but okay. I could see them exp- expanding on a lot of things. Like yeah. when you're looking at the beginning of the game, it really just kind of gets you into it right away. Yeah. But you probably will see the day to day life of of Joel and his daughter. Like you'll, you may start in the morning with like yeah, Joel you might even work. You know, Sarah Sarah waking day. up, waking up or going to school yeah. or doing whatever. Like you'll probably start to see them having a life before it starts crumbling. Right. Right. I've played Last of Us through four times. I love that game. So this is the most exciting. And this, it still doesn't feel real. No. Like when you're looking at it, you're like, no, no, no. There's too many things that are right here. HBO, <laughs> yeah. Craig Mazin, Neil Druckmann's involved. And it's a series. Yeah. It it sounds too good to be true. Yeah. Neil Druckmann literally said, like, from the first time I sat down to talk with Craig, I was equally blown away by his approach to narrative and his love and deep understanding of The Last of Us, said Druckmann. With Chernobyl, Craig and HBO created a tense, harrowing, emotional masterpiece. I couldn't think of better partners to bring the story of The Last of Us to life as a television show. And this would be the first television show of PlayStation Productions. Uh, the HBO series will cover the events of the original game, which was written by Neil Druckmann. Um, and then, as we said, the game's coming out in May. Um, with the game coming out, that's definitely an open door to another season of the show. Mm-hmm. Does do we get into a Game of Thrones scenario where they start making, let's say, a third season when there's not a third game? You know, like, you, I, I, are they going to adapt The Last of Us Left Behind, which is, like, the DLC story? Like, there's so many things that they could pull from here, and I'm hoping that... 
They could like they could because from what I've seen in from the Last of Us two trailer, there's a big age gap yeah, time or jump, right? type jump from one to the other. Is so, it five years? I think it's five years. Yeah. So within the five years, it could still probably create a story within there. Yeah, and they probably do. They probably have a story of what happened within those five years. Sure, we probably you know, like, play it during Last of Us two. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say in uh, in the Last of Us game as well too. Obviously, no spoilers, but there's a big time jump at the beginning of the game as well. Oh yeah. yeah. So we may see a lot of time before Joel ever meets Ellie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Man, again, this doesn't feel... It's, it's too crazy. good to be true. Do you guys have like, any fan castings? Because that's been going around Twitter as well. Yeah. Who do you want to see as Joel and Ellie? I already gave mine last time. You Remember your- Heath Ledger? <laughs> Heath Ledger. You said Hugh Jackman and who do you want Jackman as Ellie? Hugh Jackman and uh, Mackenzie Foy. <laughs> Mackenzie Foy, I got you. Hmm. You know, like when I see uh, Ellie, I always think of Ellen Page. Yeah. But she's too old now. Yeah. Like, but she could play it. She she still has like that baby face look. Right. Mm-hmm. I always think of her. I don't know why. I just well, I mean, like, her look was kind of it was modeled for modeled, sure. modeled after her, her a little bit. And then I think of Hugh Jackman. Yeah, because I think of you know Logan, Logan old man Logan. He yeah. could pull off the 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 grit, the grit. Oh, yeah. And and I think that's the big thing. People are saying Hugh Jackman, and, and I'd be hundred percent down because you want like. You want to bring the star power to it as well, yeah. but I also don't want to get in a scenario where it's just feels like, oh, this is Logan again. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you need a gritty guy. Yeah, yeah you that, need someone who could play grit. That guy from Game of Thrones, Nikolaj, Nikolaj. Uh, <laughs> I forget his last name, well, uh, Doof- but he looks a lot like Joel Doofenstein. Doofenstein. Uh, his last name. Um, he's from Game of Thrones. I've yeah. been seeing his picture a lot pop up, and he looks a lot like Joel. Mm-hmm. And he has like the the grit and the. What about the guy who gruff. plays Joel? Troy Baker. Baker. He's very skinny. Yeah, phenomenal actor, obviously. Phenomenal but actor. I don't. I can't see them casting the voice actor. And he's again, Troy's an amazing actor. Yeah. I can't. I could also see them wanting to at least separate it a little, a little bit, bit from the game. Because yeah. then I mean, then then you have to have Ashley Johnson and right. You know, she does not look like Ellie. <laughs> she's much older. Much older. Much older. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, but but again, this is also a rare scenario where. Uh, We've been seeing the reaction to this so positive. So positive. Because everything when it comes to the Uncharted movie, it's people are just like, oh, why is this a thing? And, and The Last of Us is one of those those properties that people are so protective of. Yeah. So the fact that they got it this right is crazy. But they, they did everything right. They're getting... I, dude, I think even when we were talking about Chernobyl, we were saying how... Like the particles in the air remind yeah. us of The Last of Us, like the spores in the air and everything like that. And again, that. this pretty much now means that the movie is off the table. So luckily we can move past that film and now we have the show. It makes sense. I would rather see this as a series than a movie. Oh, yeah, easily. You're going to get like so much more. Yeah. So much more. And, and you you're going to have... get pr- high production value like you yeah. would in a film. And this is this will be HBO's... like this, The thing with The Last of Us that I think is so special too is that it came out in a time where zombies were everywhere like when you cut when you cut back to 2013 <laughs> not in real life though. not in real life almost yeah. i mean we almost. do have a virus outbreak, have a coronavirus right outbreak um when you look back to 2013 walking dead is as popular as ever we have zombie movies coming everywhere zombie we have zombie land. games there's like the, the zombie like apocalypse apocalypse literally was just upon us with entertainment it was mm-hmm. everywhere so oversaturated but it was still able to tell a story that cut through all of that. Mm. So I think this will be HBO's response to that. And I'm so happy of all places it to be. It'll be HBO. Mm. Cool. So good. And I hope we see more PlayStation productions. Because we spoke about when this was announced last year. Yeah. I'm curious to see now what else what they have else up their sleeve. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Exciting times. God of War, God of War on HBO. Oh god. Oh my gosh. No, I, you think? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? You think they have like the? Well, I guess they yeah, could. Game do of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Do. Dude, Horizon Zero Dawn would be oh, amazing. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine if they made a Spider-Man movie? That'd be wait, so dope. What? What? <laughs> wait, what? What? <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah. Um. Let's head over to the box office. Ching. So onward stumbles with a mediocre $12.1 million Friday. And this is from Scott Mendelson of Forbes. So considering how much grief Universal and Illumination took when The Secret Life of Pets 2 only opened with $47 million last summer, it's not great at all for a new Pixar movie to be opening with just $40 million in its domestic debut. So onward made about $12.1 million on Friday, including $2 million on Thursday previews, which is the day we went to go watch it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, we were one of those two million, <laughs> and that's just barely above thirty-nine million, mm-hmm. which is Friday to Sunday. Uh, the Good Dinosaur, which was forty-two million adjusted for inflation during a fifty-five million Wednesday Sunday Thanksgiving launch in twenty fifteen. So that would be the what the lowest the Good Dinosaur of, one of, yeah. of animation films yeah. to be. For the weekend, so yeah. this is crazy, and yeah. this is a Pixar film. Yeah, so the Good Dinosaur opened with thirty nine million when it came out. Yes, adjusted for inflation now it's forty two million. Um, so it looks like Onward is just going to hit it or not, or just it may hit around there. You know, what we're mean? recording is, this before the numbers are out. Just yeah. want to give the audience a bit of a context, so we'll have a better idea Sunday night, Monday morning. But yeah, it's low. Obviously, we're going to get to a review of Onward, but yeah. I'm also not surprised to see where this movie's hitting and like people are going to say they're blaming it on the corona coronavirus people don't want to go out but i also think from the very first trailer people knew this wasn't a tier pixar you yeah. know what i mean but like less than 40 million yeah that's i think there's a huge part of the virus playing in in this but look at the good dinosaur like it also didn't do that hot and the, the I, cast, I haven't even though, seen like, the good dinosaur. the cast alone with you know chris pratt and it's not enough though yeah and that's a thing too again we'll get to our review but i've never seen a pixar movie and i've seen so many people's like when you look at pixar's marketing Mm -hmm. you never see the market who's in the movie exactly you never see the cut to like oh look at the big names we have or show them in the recording it's rarely a a point it was the first time i've ever seen it done when it was this this movie and i saw oh chris pratt tom holland Julia Louise Dreyfus, like, uh, like it was cutting to them literally recording lines. I'm like, I've never seen Pixar. a Pixar movie marketed like that. DreamWorks, yes, yes, but never with <coughs> a Pixar movie. Yes, Sony, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but never Pixar. Crazy. Yeah, we'll see where it lands the rest of the week. Yeah, let's head over to our trailers. Trailers, trailers, trailers. That was cool. We did it. It's not that great. I wasn't a fan of that. No, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. yeah, you ended short. I tried to go, and I think you got a little nervous. I, I was just, I'm like, we're doing this. Okay, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah we'll work on this. Yeah, we'll more. work on the trailers. Yeah. Um, Artemis Fowl. Remember Artemis Fowl? <laughs> Artemis Fowl. That was a fart. I just did. It was uh, an Artemis. Came fart. out with with its trailer this week. <laughs> Fartemis. 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 Fartemis Fowl. That's what you should have said. Man, what like what is happening? I I don't. I, I'm guessing it's based off a book. Yes, it is. Yeah, this uh, movie was supposed to come out last August, by the way. I remember way. this book. I never read it, but I remember re- seeing what it. Like, is this ha- it it reminds me of Men in Black meets... Meets... 2000s. Twilight. Yeah. And Twilight. And it's just... And it's directed by Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. It's like weird, weird K-Bronze. choice. Yeah. K-Bronze. K-Bronze. Man. 
It yeah, looks awful. Sorry. It's coming out this year sometime. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope it slaps it's me not. in the face. But no, no, because there are movies that I've done that, and I, I willingly accept. I will yeah. take an L. On I will. Movie I will take that slap on the day. face. But this looks rough. I I almost I had trouble getting to the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. And this looks I, like, like a very just, early two thousands movie. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, like oh, this looks like, like a Percy tri- Jackson. I was gonna say this looks like something you would see like, before, like yeah. Code, Agent Cody Banks. So like, yeah. oh, yes. are this foul yes. movie it's coming out? No way! And, and, and two thousand two. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the works since then. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, second trailer, we got connected. Yeah, this is the a Sony, Sony Pictures animation. Yeah, mm. I didn't see this trailer. Okay, but you guys did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, I. I, don't, I think I skimmed through it, maybe, but maybe. Tell very, us about it. Very nice animation style. Very cool animation. Phil style. Lord, Chris Miller producing. Yep. Did they write it as well? Did they, I, I think they're part of it. I'll, I'll look into that. Yeah. Um, a very cool animated film about a family basically being tethered to technology. So it's very much like a a reflection of real life. Mm, and self-aware. it looks like they're going on a road trip to bring their daughter to university, and it looks like it's going to give you all the feels. You know, it feels like that type of movie that they really want to hit home that feeling of family and being together wait there's no like explosions or weird things happening there are like robots and things like that oh. that come well, halfway through the trailer okay. who, who doesn't have robots on their trip right yeah so it's not written by them but it is produced by them um there's definitely you can see their style in the movie um it, the trailer didn't really uh speak to me in the sense of oh this is the kind of animated movie that i want to go watch but the animation style did right it definitely was very unique looking and again phil lord and chris miller have an eye for that so i'm not surprised i hope this is going to be because sony pictures animation nobody really ever thought of them as in the leagues of like pixar and dreamworks and such or even just like disney Mm -hmm. uh animation so like I'm hoping going forward now, like they're always going to be like the Silent Assassin, this, the weird ones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're going to be making, we're going to be like making the an new version movie, of Pixar. You know, but like, they're going to be exactly like they're yeah. going to be like this is our ball, like wheelhouse now. We're going to like we're going to do weird stuff. We're yeah. going to like always go for the weird ones, the weird ones, and like, I'm down for and it. I, and we look at um, make that their market. Look you know? at Spider Verse, and that movie is gold. Yeah, even though you hated it, Anthony, I didn't hate it. Mm. Um, that's not what the news. We also got Scoob. <laughs> I was like Scooby-Doo waiting for someone studio. to do a Scooby. I knew he would do it. Dude. That's yeah, why I, just, yeah. I let he, he let he let it. me have it. I let him have it. This was a really bad trailer. Very bad trailer. Very very. I I I felt just a cringiness throughout the whole trailer. I guess it's targeted to like really really young kids, like kids that don't have eyes maybe or ears. Oh gosh, <laughs> you know. But like, who watches Scooby Doo? I like. I like, love Scooby Doo. I love the like, property wa- of Scooby Doo. Like, yeah, but like kids don't watch Scooby Doo. I don't There's think there's nothing that they Scooby-Doo, see. Yeah. Has Scooby- it's like Snoopy. He's not relevant. He's not relevant anymore. Snoopy and Charlie Brown not relevant nope. anymore. Yeah. Poor dogs, um, man. Um, uh, Flintstones not relevant. Nope. These- but the thing is, I think under the right hands they can be. Yes. But I think Warner Brothers is just kind of hanging out on the IP right now. But like, yeah, well, I, I think Elizabeth Banks is working on something with the Flintstones for yes. HBO Max. Yes, you're right. I think so. Um, but Scooby Doo is such it's gonna a- be like Charlie's Angels. Oh God! Um, the thing with like Scooby Doo, like it's just you don't need to know much to understand it. It's one of those things like we know, like it's these four people and they're in this mystery machine van and they have a dog and they just go on adventures and solve crimes. Like when you look at the Scooby Doo movie, obviously, like it, the uh, live action, one, the right? live action one. It's yeah. such a two thousands movie, but at least it just it knows what it is and it's silly and it's I I honestly like I love it because it's, it's a just, guilty pleasure. Did you guys like grow movie. up with Scooby? 
I, I watched it a lot. Yes, yeah. really. Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, I never like a lot of the old Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah, I never watched. Always that. watched yeah, always Flintstones, Scooby Doo, The Jetsons. Like yep. watched all of that because that's what my parents grew up with, and that's yeah, what exactly. they loved to watch with me. In too. the Middle East, that's all we got. Scooby Doo? No, like Hanna Barbera cartoons. Like yeah. they were big. Like they'd be on VHS tapes. Like, and when you look at local for us, like Canada's Wonderland had a Hanna Barbera mm-hmm. section. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's literally like you would Paramount go. Paramount Canada's Wonderland. Paramount Canada's Wonderland. Throw some respect on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. This trailer literally had moments where they were pausing for the audience to laugh. It right. reminded me a lot of um, Adam's Family when that was coming. Yeah. Out. Like just the it's it's not. It's not relevant. No one's think, no one's asking for this. The jokes feel dated. Yeah, let's make a joke about people. You have Netflix. We have to pay for Netflix or what? The superheroes like made that dabbing. joke today. And no you know one what laughed. I mean? Like it's <laughs> it's uh it's like it's like trying so hard to be funny and then again it's doing that thing of let's give a backstory to a character that doesn't need it. Right. And it's jumping on the market of let's make every single character in baby form. It's like Baby Yoda, Baby Scooby Doo, Baby Peanut, Baby Groot, Baby Sonic, Baby Sonic. Like they're all, everyone's trying to capitalize on the cuteness, which I get. But like, if it doesn't play a part in the story, then like, like I don't care how Scooby Doo got his name. Really, yeah. like I just want to see Scooby Doo, and the voice acting, like especially like again, I love Will Forte, but him as Shaggy does not sound right in my head. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool. And we also have Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. So a little bit different with this one. This is yeah. actually a PlayStation 4 game trailer. Really cool trailer. Um, that we thought we should slide in here yeah. just because it's, it's so very cinematic. cinematic. Very yeah. cinematic. Uh, this comes from Sucker Punch Studios. Maybe this will get an HBO series one day. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, it looks like it's got a great story. I mean, the game looks cool. Yeah. I love, like, I'm a big fan of, like, the samurai mm. warrior type aesthetic. Yeah. And, like, mm. it just it has such a beautiful visual style. So I thought it was cool that we it should It was amazing. Yeah. If if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's a pretty really cinematic looking trailer. Yeah, and yeah. that's all actually in game footage too, so it's pretty cool. Crazy. Wow. Comes out in June, so yeah. we don't have to wait too long. After Last of Us, we just have about a month. Yeah, yeah. And our last trailer for this week is Greyhound. Oh god. <laughs> starring, <sighs> written, and starring Tom. Honks. Honks. Tom Thomas Honks. Tom Honks. That's like Tom his Hanks. like poorly drawn version. <laughs> God Tom Honks. Boy, this trailer was like the the poster was rough. And then I was like, oh, when does this trailer drop? And the trailer dropped like five minutes after. I'm like, oh god, Ooh. let's go through this. So what is this movie about, Shay? So from what I understood, <coughs> it is about a submarine? No, it's no submarine. It's a they're a, they're just a regular boat, navy boat. Yeah. And I think there's a submarine chasing them, like a rogue bad guy submarine. Could be. Chasing them. Right. The bad guy is chasing, you know, Tom Hanks and his Navy boat. And that's it, from what I understood. Is this like Captain Phillips 2? This is Electric like, Boogaloo? This is like K-19 The Widowmaker. <clears throat> oh, God. But bad. Was, was it Hunter Killer? Hunter, Hunter Soldier? Killer, yeah. Yeah. K-19 is actually with Harrison Ford, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, this movie does not look good at all no and like shout out to tom hanks i love tom hanks you're one of my favorite actors of all time but did you need to do this movie did you have to write this movie yeah. he wrote the screenplay for this film he did so they did not let you forget that. no no they didn't let you forget it. they're like from the screenplay writer <laughs> from the mind of thomas from the honks. twisted mind of <laughs> timothy honks timothy timothy yeah god um, crazy uh what a weird awful trailer i i'm so sorry it Again, hope I'm wrong. Give me the L. 
but I don't think I'm walking away with one. No, I don't think you are. No. No. I'm just looking at the director. Um, his name is Aaron, uh, Aaron Schneider. What has he done? Uh, sh- sh- I have no idea. Not like nothing. nothing. It doesn't show anything that he's done? He's done stuff, he's but done like, stuff, it's like right? random stuff. Yeah. Oh. Like not to the caliber where you have Tom Hanks as your lead. It says actor. he did a, a Citizen Kane. <laughs> he did road trip, road trip. <laughs> like to think about you have Tom Hanks as your main star. Yeah. Oh my god, I've literally never heard of these movies. And these this director is just gets you. It's very strange because like he used to be a cinematographer before. You have Maybe Tom Hanks coming off like this is is this Tom Hanks's next movie after a beautiful day in the neighborhood? His Oscar nominated role of that? Oh my he did the cinematography for Lose Yourself. By the Eminem. Music video? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn, you know not you Tom know, Hanks, by the way. No, no, could you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, uh, Marshall, a bit more of that, please. Uh, hey, listen, I'm Tom Hanks. Uh, move over to the left. So I know Tom Hanks like collects typewriters. Yeah. Yes. So you think I'm pretty sure he you wanted to use typewriter. it. Definitely. So he's and like, he wanted to like, oh, what era did they use typewriters? Oh, it like Tom maybe Hanks. I can't write anything. That wasn't war on a typewriter. Yeah. stories. Yes, yeah, true. He also posts, if you follow him on Twitter, he posts a lot of pictures of, like, lost gloves. Or socks. And socks. Socks, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I found another glove. <clears throat> and I'm like, is he okay? Can someone <laughs> check in on Tom Hanks and his son, Chet Hanks, as well? Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> Patois. Patois-speaking son. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. But is he okay? Do you think he sent the script to, like, Spielberg? And he's like, yo, Stevie. And Spielberg went and was like, listen, I got somebody for this. <laughs> uh, but... I'll have to get back to you later. God. I'm too busy about to direct Indiana 5. <laughs> and then Tom read the news the other day. He's like, wait, you're not directing Indiana 5. And Spielberg's not answering his calls. Do you think that? Do you think this was Spiel, a long play by Spielberg? This a long play. That Spielberg was just like, listen, I want to tell the world I'm making Indiana Jones 5. That way, Tom does not ask me to make this movie. And then as soon the movie's as I dr- the movie's already shot in yeah. the can... They're like, uh, I'm actually not directing Indiana and Jones. And Spielberg file. was just sitting at home the whole time. Like he literally didn't leave his house. No, he's. I'm telling you, Spielberg is playing the long game here. Yeah. He knew what it was he was long doing. Haul for sure. It was the long. It was a long con. Smart guy. Long con. This movie has 13 producers. No way. Does it, it really? It has 13 producers. <laughs> it took 13 people to make this to movie. Sign happen. off on this film. Eh? <clears throat> it's literally, almost half a cast. Pretty much. Oh my god! You're not joking. Thirteen oh. producers. Okay. Holy, holy, and like, I've. Oh my! I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> yeah, like just random. It's probably all the. the you want to make a movie? <laughs> it's all the people who funded the movie. Guarantee you. Who's doing the? Blake Lively's doing the music. Oh no, Blake Neely. Oh god. <laughs> She's like tapping on a table one day and he and Tom's like, wait a second. <laughs> Why do that there? again? <laughs> Why is Tom there though? He he's having dinner with the Reynolds. With Reynolds, yeah. of course. And she's just there just like the composer. <laughs> and she's like, hold on a second. Yeah, wait, hold on. Honey, give her the good china. Let's see what happens. This, so the composer for this movie has done every single CWDC show. So Batwoman, The Flash, Supergirl, Who is it? Blake Neely. Oh, Blake Neely. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know you knew him. No, no. Right. I just recognized the name when you, know, you said that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the cinematographer, Shelley Johnson. Blake Neely. Did you use Smallville? Has done the cinematography for... Hidalgo. Has he done... That was a good movie. Oh, Jurassic Park 3, Hidalgo, <clears throat> Captain America First Adventure. Okay. So some... These are also very memorable looking films, though. They're not very memorable looking. Uh... 
First Avenger had a very, but I attribute that more to Joe Johnson. Yeah, I mean, because it had like the Golden Age forties look to it. Yes. Yeah, but again, that's very much Joe Johnson. That's Joe Johnson, and right? guess Joe Johnson also did uh, Jurassic Park three and uh, Rocketeer. Did he also do Rocketeer? No, I'm just saying in general. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're just I'm just dropping facts. Did he do October Sky? Joe Johnson. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, let's move on to out this week. Yeah. We got The Hunt. Finally, this film has come out. Yes. Uh, Joe Johnson did do October Sky. So, yeah, we talked about this film last year when, yeah. you know, <clears throat> what unfortunate incident occurred around this time? I think it was time? a school shooting. School shooting? Is yeah. that why they didn't put it out? It was a shooting yeah, of sorts. There was, like a, there was some sort of a shooting, like a mass shooting that occurred, and I guess <clears throat> really poor timing for this movie to come out. Yeah, they because pushed it, it back. Oh my god, it guys. was a shooting. I thought Anthony said my spy. I thought that's I'm like, that's why they this movie didn't come out last year. <laughs> I was what? I'm like, that's why he's <laughs> done with the hunt. I I wasn't I was looking up the Rocketeer. I'm like because I looked at my spy on the list. I'm like, wait, my spy didn't come out because there was a because <laughs> oh, both of them I don't didn't come laugh. out, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah both of them but out. yes, the hunt did not come yes. out because of a, a mass shooting. But also because there was a lot of controversy around it, that theaters weren't going to play it. Too. Well, I think because of the mass shooting that occurred, because before like they were totally cool, and then like the mass shooting happened, and they were like, "No." I know we spoke about this one of our last stories last year. I want to go take a quick peek back to our. our you don't have to though, but you can. I'm just, cause, <laughs> just for my own curiosity. Uh, and then we have yeah, Bloodshot. Yes, Bloodshot coming out. I can't yeah. believe this movie's coming out already this week. Bloodshot. I feel like that's something coming out in the summer. I watched a clip of it recently. Um, it was on Twitter, and it looks awful. Like, but the CG looks good. It wasn't good in the sense that, like, oh wow, it was more like that's what you'd expect kind of CG. Because hmm. the trailer had like some really cool CG moments. I think it had some cool effects. Yeah, but yeah, then like style, I guess. Because I think the director is a visual effects director. D- director, yeah. Who's the director of Bloodshot? Bad. I can find out for you, actually. I have the internet. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's directing it, too. <clears throat> Imagine if Vin Diesel was a CG artist. Dave Wilson is the director. Now, if you're going to wonder what he's done, he's in the visual effects for Star Wars video games, for Avengers. Uh, what has he directed, though, Daniel, you ask? Yeah. Nothing. Funny. Funny you ask. <laughs> okay. Because he's directed just this. <laughs> And an episode of a TV series. Sure. Okay, okay. Love, Death, and Robots. which was Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the David Fincher, David Fincher one, right? One, yeah. So, yeah. This is really his first directorial debut. Interesting. Interesting. And then we have My my Spy. There we yeah. go. Yeah. The Dave so, Batista one that I'm, I'm a big muscle guy and there's this little girl that I have to look after. The, the, the Rock did Every one. wrestler has to do. John Cena's done one, too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He every did Play With Fire last year, too. It. Yeah. And uh, is this being produced by WWE? I don't think so because I don't think Batista's on good terms with WWE. Is that am I wrong? I think he made up with them because he uh, he ended up making one last appearance. I think last year. Well, yeah, he did a WrestleMania, but yeah, like, but yeah, yeah, and it was also shot in Toronto. My spy. Okay, let's move on to what we're watching. I'll kick it off to Shay. Hey. So uh, mm-hmm. this week I watched Sicario again because just love that movie so much. Love yep. Sicario. Uh, watched the Forty Year Old Virgin. Was in a very uh, comedic mood. Then I watched This Is the End, and I watched Liar Liar. So a lot of comedies. Yeah, I watched Liar Liar two weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah so good. Nice. 
Uh, I watched the first episode of Succession. Finally. What'd you think? I liked it. <laughs> Wait till you get to the second season. <clears throat> oh. So what do you? What is this show about? The first episode that I watched. Yeah, like what? Like what? Like how do you? How do you pitch the show to somebody? I would say it's just a super rich family, and you're just kind of well. I mean, from the first episode, you're seeing each character's struggles, point of view. <laughs> It's kind of what they're dealing with. So the, yeah. it's a story of a very rich fa- family <laughs> and how they deal with the family business. Yeah. It's very mafioso without being mafioso. Interesting. Yeah, I we're like talking it. about corporate America yeah. and the dealings. The wheelings and dealings of business. The wheelings and dealings of, of um, news and multi-conglomerate um, media. Yeah. As well as... Amusement parks, but it's just the story of how it's the story of these this family how they deal with each other. The brothers, the 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 father, the um, the 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 brother in laws, and and just how it all kind of boils into this clusterfuck of oh, just just money, it's just money, money. it's just like old money. All right, yeah. It reminds me of like something like if Rupert Murdoch or or. Who's another rich person? Warren Buffett. Warren Buff. No, not Warren Buffett. I don't think it would be like him. But like, it reminds me of like a Warren, like a even like a Donald Trump type of yeah, like, like a Lex Luthor. Like, yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but it was it was a good first episode. It's probably one of the best written shows ever made. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. the first episode because the dialogue is so crazy. Yeah, uh, I watched Onward, and I, you know, watch your usual Brooklyn Nine Nine, Bob's Burgers, yep. things like that. But those are the the main ones, I would say. Cool, very cool, Daniel. Um, yeah, like we said, we'll talk about Onward. Uh, I didn't talk about this last week, but I started watching Hunters, mm-hmm. the Amazon Prime show with Logan Lerman and Al Pacino. Uh, Pacines, as we call Pacines, them yeah. Uh, very, Pacines. very cool show. Honestly, from the very the opening scene to the show, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm about five episodes into it. I haven't gone back to it this week, uh, but I will return because I am really enjoying it. They're basically takes place in the 70s and there there's basically like a team of like secret um people or like jewish people who are like form almost like a superhero team uh and they're like they all kind of have a role it reminds me very much like of tarantino it's very in the much in the inglorious bastards tarantino has that feel to it that vibe um and they're basically just hunting down nazis in america that are kind of embedded within society uh, again, cool. we're watching The Outsider as well too. The season finale is tomorrow or Crazy. yesterday when you're listening to this. Yeah, great show. I'm so excited to see where it ends off. Uh, I w- was trying to figure out something to watch this week, and I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit because it's film. been a while since I watched it. And man, that that movie how holds did, up, hold so up so well. Yeah, holds up so well, man. Honestly, like seeing the production value of it. Literally, the first scene in the movie where they're shooting with. Um, uh, Roger in like the kitchen. Oh, the baby, baby Lucy. With the baby Lucy, and then, like it's in the kitchen, and like how it looks so massive and everything, and then it literally transitions from animated to like live action within the fridge. So like when the fridge falls on him, and just the way it, the, can, the camera kind of like pans out and it kind of reveals, it's it's amazing. Like that movie is unreal, a feat. Only and the, Robert Zemeckis could do that. Yeah, and the fact that like. Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck and like all these giant animated characters are in it. Like we'll never see something on that scale no. again. And it's very adult as well. Very too. adult. Very. I watch the movie at least <clears throat> once a year. It's one of my top five. Favorite. Phenomenal movie. 
watch the Invisible Man again, uh, which was nice to watch again. It doesn't hold up in terms of uh, like I, like it with any kind of thriller. Like you you already know that you're anticipating it. Mm-hmm. So, but it's fun to watch it with people who haven't. So that's yeah. what I did. Uh, started going back to Thirty Rock. So I haven't watched Thirty Rock in a really long time. So I started from the very beginning. I've been kind of going through that. Uh, going through that very funny i watched black panther because it was just added to disney plus this week um and today i watched the way back or as we've come to know it as quiet place Two. quiet place Two. uh the way back is with ben affleck and he plays uh a former basketball high school basketball star kind of struggling with his life now so he's in his 40s he's struggling with alcohol and drugs and basically he's asked to coach this high school basketball team and he accepts but he's still struggling with obviously his addictions and everything like that and he's divorced from his wife who's played by janina gavankar who's also really great in this um heavy movie uh gavin o'connor right is the name the director who did warrior and he did miracle and the accountant i want to say sure um really heavy movie like he really knows how to show those those moments where you're rooting for a character not to do something, you're like, oh man, don't put it, put the can of beer down, man, don't go home, don't go to the bar. Like you, you feel that in your stomach because you don't, you, you root for the, you're rooting for Ben. You don't want him to do this, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it was me actually just thinking in my head, Ben, please don't do this in real life, right? Um, but it's heavy. And what I, what I respect a lot about this movie is that literally when I thought it ended, there's literally a scene where they're at a basketball game and it's like a slow, a freeze frame shot and it fades to black. I'm like, oh shoot, is this is this the ending now? And it's like there's a whole other kind of act that happens. So it's not as your traditional sports movie. It's very much about Ben Affleck's character going through his addictions and struggling with that and kind of trying to re- not repair his marriage, but deal with the fact that he's now divorced and move forward from the circumstance that caused the divorce and everything like that. So a uh, very heavy movie. I'd definitely say stream it when you when it comes to home release it's not one you have to rush to go to the theaters to watch but uh probably ben affleck's top three best performances though really easily yeah oh. yeah very good i was watching his uh, gq interview uh we did recently about all his characters yeah phenomenal very good video he goes, oh the most iconic characters he's most played? iconic characters he did he just he just came out a couple days ago I think. was it gq or vanity fair who does it gq was it gq yeah yeah it was gq yeah was it gq yeah because yeah. yes. i sent the 100 yeah GQ. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, they, uh, he, they broke down and he, he got very like vulnerable about Batman vs Superman and justice league. And it was very, very cool. It's a, it's a 22 minute video, but it, he breaks it down pretty well. I'd say. Yeah. Definitely yeah. give it a watch. Um, I've been watching the outsider and the new Pope and, uh, uncut gems. First time or second time. Second time right? yeah. Love uncut gems. Like, it's just one of those movies that kind of like. It's just, it's just, I don't know, like it stays with It's very with interesting you. to keep watching and it's for some reason. very interesting because now you know what the outcome is and you, now I wanted to rewatch it because I felt like I maybe missed stuff that I was yeah. n- focusing on and it's such a great film. It's another such one. a New York film. Yeah. It's another one that you're like rooting for him. Like, oh man, don't do this. Don't, mm-hmm. don't do this to yourself. Yeah. Like you want him, you want him to, to do good, but he's always going against what yeah. the audience wants him to do, which makes it hurt so much. Yeah. Um, and then I also watch Onward, which... Shall we talk about it? Yeah. Let's, let's do our little review. This is our review of Pixar's Onward. Directed, Onward! <laughs> directed by Dan Scanlon, who also was the director of Monsters University. Yeah. And he's been a part of the Toy Pixar, Pixar family for a while. Yeah. Um, what's this movie about? So, 
Onward is about two brothers who um, get a wizard staff left by their deceased father, and they find a spell that'll bring him back for one whole day. Now, one of the brothers, uh, played by Tom Holland, never really got to meet his dad, while Chris Pratt, a lot older, so definitely has the memories of the father. So he, Tom Holland's character makes it a mission to bring back the dad, but unfortunately the spell goes wrong, and only half of Papa comes back. Yeah, well, the bottom half. Bottom half of Papa comes yeah. back. So Blinks. now, in this <clears throat> mythical world that they live in that's now adapted by technology and you know the way it is, magic is gone, so they have to now find this Phoenix gem to bring back Papa. Right. Um, yeah, because they're, what are they, elves, right? They're, they're elves. elves. Yeah, yes, they said, because dorks, elves are elves. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're, they're I mean, elves, and there's those, like... That was a great synopsis, Shay. That was Thank good. You, you encompassed you. I'm everything. I'm getting better. I, I used to be really crappy at them. Yeah, I'm, I'm still bad at them. Yeah, you just I'm said this, to this, get you used better. to say like, yeah, this movie happens. This movie's about a man wearing a bat suit, <laughs> and he's trying to find a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. kill him. Um, <laughs> and that was a beautiful mind I was talking about, too. You were close, though. You were very close. Um, yeah, this movie, again, this is, this is Pixar. We've always kind of been a little wary of this movie because it's like, even though it's Pixar, it doesn't very feel like the top tier Pixar that just put out Toy Story 4 last year, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's interesting because the, the character models kind of give you this DreamWorks kind of vibe. Right. But when we're watching the film, a lot of the aesthetics and some of the shots, particle effects, those things seem very Pixar. Yeah. They seem very sharp and clear and very bright yeah and then the next scene will happen and it goes back to being just kind of i like to think of them as very round yeah they're not very polished they seem just bubbly yeah and it, it's such a contrast from certain scenes that you're trying to watch um i love the thing i loved about this movie is i love the dynamic of the brothers i think it was really nice for them to focus on the brother relationship for this um Tom Holland is doing his best Spider-Man voice in this oh, yeah. in this movie. He's doing an American accent. Chris Pratt is doing his best Jack Black. Because literally Chris yeah, Pratt's character Jack Black. is literally like, I'm an old school rocker with a van and tenacious long, D, tenacious like, D. Like, you know, he's yeah. very much that type of character. And I feel like this movie feels like if it came out in 2006, Jack Black would have done the voice of this character. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the thing that I, I think this movie has a really good third act but I really didn't feel anything else kind of leading up to that. You know what I mean? Like they kind of go on their, their quests throughout their, I guess their city to find this uh, righteous gemstone, <laughs> this Phoenix gem. Oh God. Um, but it's not really until the end where you start to really feel like the, the connection of the brothers, which I really love. Uh, but other than that, like I wasn't really a fan of any of the other side characters. I feel like a lot of them are, just kind of there or there's kind of like there's a dragon in this movie and i feel like the dragon kind of doesn't really play much into the story there's a lot of things that just aren't developed you that's know what the I mean? way that's the way i look at it because you introduce a lot of characters you introduce a lot of um mm. moments and plot points but they're so blink and you miss it or they're just they don't they most things overstay their welcome in, in a lot of movies mm. but these don't even get a chance to really develop yeah like any issue they came into they're like hey let's figure out this spell because chris so, pratt's character is he's kind of like a big like i forget the name of the game that they play but he's into magic the and world of yore I you believe. know what i mean yeah, like, like the dungeons and dragons type game so his brother's really into it but he can't do magic but turns out tom holland can do magic in this movie the brother um 
And then mm-hmm. it kind of felt like every obstacle they had, I was like, oh, there's a magic spell to to get out of this. Or here's a puzzle, we'll solve this one. You yeah, know, he like, became a wizard really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think in, uh, what, in tw- under 24 hours, he became a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> less the than, most uh, powerful wizard. Yeah, less than. For me, it like it had its endearing moments, like a lot of like brother. I think it's a great movie to watch with your brother. For if sure. You, if you're really close with your brother. Or if you have uh, a brother. Or if yeah. you have a brother. Um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I won't watch this movie. Yeah. Then. You, why did you watch it? <laughs> you're my brother. No, you're my you're, yeah, you're, you're my brothers. Brothers. It fell flat. Like for me, like a Pixar <gasps> film usually, like it has some sort of moment or uh, ending result that kind of lingers and stays with you and makes you th- rethink, you know, how you kind of go throughout life. Um, but this one kind of came and know, went. It came and went, and and I don't know if it was just the the story or how it was written or just the lack of character to development because it felt like really rushed too yeah um very rushed yeah it's it was it didn't feel like a pixar film for me no you know it feels like um again i i don't like comparing movies to other movies of course but when you're looking at when it when it comes to pixar there comes a certain caliber Mm -hmm. right and i know they've they've always hit even if we're not fans of the movies like cars and things like that right but like there's a certain type of caliber that comes with being a Pixar movie. So I'm looking at this movie and I'm just like, I'm going through every Pixar movie and I'm like, do I like this more than Toy Story? No. no. Do I like this more than Bugs Life? No. And I'm going through all of Pixar's movies and when I'm kind of getting to the bottom list, I'm like, this is very much bottom tier Pixar. Like I'd probably watch The Good Dinosaur again before I watch Onward only because The Good Dinosaur at least has like, these visuals that are like mind-blowingly amazing um or brave like i was there like i even though i have i've only watched brave probably once i was just like i'd probably watch brave over this movie again yeah yeah it's not very memorable i mean i it's been two days since we watched it i think three days and i it's hard to recall moments of the film uh it just kind of comes and goes it doesn't leave much of a lasting impression the jokes didn't hit it 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 doesn't i think the film has a, a very cool idea in yeah. terms of you know it, it's a very heartwarming and touching idea and all three of us recently very recently came out of a, a personal story but we all came out of a very unfortunate circumstance all three of us went through a very close death in our family yeah like we in all experienced loss months. yeah, yeah in the last little bit and when I was looking at this film I'm like oh man I'm going to have a tough time watching this film because I feel like it's going to bring me back and it didn't it didn't really it didn't really transport me there and I was maybe kind of hoping that it would to give me the feels. I did get feels towards the end when the brothers are kind of connecting because I related to that part with my brother. But overall it it didn't hit me as much as I wanted it to. Yeah. It just kind of it was a very touch and go. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of the plot like I think you you say this a lot shade too is like very like paint by numbers. Like we're just yeah. kind of going through the motions because you feel like you have to. Yeah. Um this movie, I think, would have been a, a really strong thirty to forty minute movie Very if they released this as like a a short movie uh-huh. on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus. Like, I would feel like, damn, like that was a good mm-hmm. short story because I feel like this is really expanded. Um, Chris Pratt's been going on all like the talk shows and stuff, and he was telling the story of how the the director created this movie out of the idea that he like the director and his brother uh, was kind of the same scenario where he's only like. The director's only heard like a voice recording of his dad saying like hello and goodbye, which is a kind of a scene in the movie interpreted mm-hmm. a little way. Um, so it's like a very – you could tell that there's a personal sentiment to the director for this. So I'm like – I don't think Dan Scanlon's a bad director. I just no. 
I just think that when you kind of put the story in a 90 minute movie, I don't think it holds up all the way through. Yeah. Cause I think there's a lot of things that could go back to the drawing board to make it, to elevate it to the next level of Pixar where I don't think this is, um, going to be too memorable for a lot of people. Yeah. No. Um, and it's kind of showing on the box office end right now, but yeah. Yeah. So if we had to give onward our review, starting with Anthony, what would you say? Stream it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anthony gives the stream it. I give it a skip it. Give I'd it a skip. say I'd say you <clears throat> don't really have to watch this. Um, it's not a like I haven't seen the Good Dinosaur, and I you, like this is me. I love Pixar. Yeah. I don't think I'm really missing out on much. I don't think people will be missing out much of onward. That's my opinion. Yeah. Again, if you're looking for a movie to watch this weekend. I don't think this is worth your time either. So definitely skip it in theaters. If you see it on Disney Plus down the road, yeah, pop in, see if it's something you like. But I think it's easy to say to skip it right now. Um, yeah, wait for for Solda. So is it a skip it or a stream it? Skip it. Okay, skip like, it, yeah. just, just say it. Daniel. Skip it right but now, but skip to the loo later. No, but th- but this is the thing. Like if I'm sk- like, <laughs> is it if skip it or stream it? That's I'm saying I'm, I'm say. saying skip it. Skip Even, it. Okay. I'm saying skip it. Even okay. if you see it on Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Even if you see it good, on Disney good. Plus. Subscribe. You you drop your membership right there. If it ever comes to you, cut your credit card in half. No. Yeah. Again, I don't I don't think you're missing much if you if you don't watch this movie. I say if you need to watch if you're looking for the big Pixar movie this year, I'm hoping it's going to be Soul. I really hope Soul. Which is I'm surprised going to be the one. we haven't gotten into the trailer for. It's been so, quiet. I think they're waiting because Disney doesn't have any really big movies. Maybe Mulan. Mulan or Black Widow. One thing I did mm. find interesting with this Pixar film was the little short that played before. Oh, yeah. yeah let's talk, let's about talk about that. that. Yeah. yeah, Simpsons. The Simpsons. So this was the first time uh, I would say Disney has acknowledged that The Simpsons is part of their... Um, roster. roster. Their roster. And and they, their repertoire. But not just uh, <laughs> acknowledged, but like they've created content for it. For it. So they created a um, a short for The Simpsons, which yeah. was a, a, a story about Maggie, which doesn't get a lot of you know episodes in in the environment of yeah. the of the Simpson yeah. um, ecosystem. Um, so Maggie kind of falls in love, and yeah, and tries to you know be with her her or best her friend or yeah. new, whatever new friends, and it's a it was an interesting short because. Again, it didn't leave an impact moment for me. No, I don't like a lot of shorts do. Yeah, like I don't think it was a bad short. I just thought it was very. Uh, I just met, like I get we're focusing on Maggie, and again, I'm not a huge. I don't know the, the whole Simpsons lore. I'm familiar with them enough, but like, I just found it very strange that nobody was talking in it. Yeah, yeah. No and, that, and I wonder talk. if they did that because Maggie doesn't talk, right? So, but it felt awkward. It felt awkward to have things happen to Homer and him not react at all. Not even a gasp. Not even, a gasp, even a gasp or a laugh or, or a anything, dope. you know? Like no. No. nothing. So like it just almost felt like it just felt more out of place. Like very random is what I would use. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I wonder if Dan Castellana and, you know, Nancy Cartwright even know that the short <laughs> exists. Like wait, hold on, you made a Homer short? Not what even, is, I, wait a second. I didn't get a chance to record yeah. on there. Yeah, it just I, when it started, because I heard that there was going to be a Simpsons short, but when I finally saw it, I was very confused. Yeah, it. yeah. that it felt the most like uh, Simpsons is owned by Disney yeah. now. Because <laughs> it literally starts off, yeah, with make, like a Mickey Mouse kind of look. That they yeah, did. yeah, it was weird. Again, like I'm open to more Simpsons cold openings like that, but yeah, just just bring the cast in there. They man. had like, a that's Simpsons what was short missing. film in front of the Simpsons movie when it came out, yeah. which is the the daycare one for Maggie as yeah. well. Um, but that one like. 
kind of had a bit more, and as I recall, it did have dialogue, I think. But again, that was right before the Simpsons movie. So Do you think we'll why. ever get another Simpsons movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think what so. What was that one, 2006? Yeah. 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 I, I think we'll get in. more like like short stories and I hopefully they, they still go around the, you know, the, the Treehouse of Horror and yeah. like holiday specials. That would be great for this Disney Plus yeah. platform. They've been doing well um, with uh, making playlists on Disney Plus. Yes, they have. For like, here's every single Christmas episode of The Simpsons. Here's every Halloween episode. Yeah. Like, so we need more of that. Yeah. Cool. So why don't we head over to our topic of the show? Topic so, of the show. It's not really a thing that we do, but I uh, just thought I'd do sometimes. It. Yeah. yeah. So um, earlier this week, we got a glimpse of the Batmobile, the new Batmobile that um, Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson. I can think of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> uh, Robert Pat, well, specifically Robert Pattinson's character Bruce Wayne will be driving in the new Batman film. Yeah, and we yeah. saw him in suit too. And again. we saw him in yeah. suit with the full ears. Full ears. Yeah, it looks good. And we thought we would do an episode on best cars yeah. in film. So, what do you guys but, think of the? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Batmobile and what we thought um, about it. Yeah. So let's head over to Mr. Shea. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm uh, Mr. Shea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I really liked it. I I thought the I didn't know what to expect, but when I saw it, I was like, ah, that's my expectations met because it looks cool. It looks like a sports car, muscle car kind of look, and it's what I anticipated, especially after seeing that motorcycle. Yeah. Kind of almost had an idea as to where it was going. I really want to see, like, again, I'm, I'm like you, Shay. Like, I, I really, I like this new direction because we've mm. seen the Batmobile interpreted in so many ways already, uh, from, from the Tumblr to the Batman vs. Superman one. TV. And TV. We've seen so many different ones. So, like, I'm just, I'm all here for it to be totally different. And, and I like the fact, like, I hope we see this Batman as almost like a gearhead, as somebody who's creating with it and tinkering with it and creating on it and like working on it. Cause I really want to see that side of Batman. Cause I don't think we've ever really gotten that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like that. Like, again, like rumors, this is going to be Batman in his second year. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe he'll get that iconic, more an iconic looking one down the road, but I'm cool. I'm like, I'm down to see kind of like a beast of a machine. Just like the engine. The <laughs> engine is scary. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me, like it reminds you of a muscle car. Yeah. From like, a, like, like a, a Dodge Challenger, like, yeah. It kind of looks like a Dodge. It looks like, like Dominic Dodge. Toretto's Dodge Challenger. <laughs> yeah. It is. A, I think it is a Dodge Challenger from yeah. the front. Yeah, on the front it looks like a Challenger for uh, sure. But the engine that whatever is in that That's thing is crazy. Like crazy. But what I don't like about it is, it's it just doesn't feel like a Batmobile. Like it uh-huh. just like for me, a Batmobile is is an armor plated car. Like the engine is exposed. Like anyone can like literally shoot. A missile into it and it's dead. Yeah. yeah, you know, like it. It doesn't. It doesn't seem fast enough either. We don't. Because I want to see it. I want to see I, it on the road. I think of it as a muscle car. So when I think of cars, mm. I don't think of muscle cars. It's heavier. It's heavier. Right. It can't turn. But I mean, like Does the Batmobiles have, have all ha- like, dude, the Batmobile in uh, the Michael Keaton one couldn't turn. He had to shoot out the the grapple gun to turn corners. Yeah, but that's the first Batman. <laughs> that's like my no, but, no, my, but I'm saying, my like, logic just, is uh, now is. Let's we can make a Batmobile right. appear on screen like what we see in the comics, right. yeah. but but it all depends the take that yes. he's having yes. on, right? Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, that, uh, that I, I I like your perspective. Yeah, for I, sure. I'm 
Not against it, but I'm just not a fan Did of it. Did you sign no. the change.org petition yet? Is there is one? a change? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Uh, but, <laughs> but it's believable, right? It's so yeah, believable. You guys believed me. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite Batmobile, though, that we've seen, let's say, on movie screens? So movie Tumblr. screens, eh? Tumblr. Tumblr is the greatest Batmobile. Yeah. It is the I have Batmobile. the biggest hot take and the most controversial opinion on that. Say it. Are you... I don't like the Tumblr. Really, eh? Yeah. But the Tumblr is... There's like, something about it. To it's, me, it's, it's too, it was too hummery. too stocky. Too big. It, it to me... As much as it was a stealth car, like realistically, I'm like, no, that you could hear that thing coming from a mile. Oh, they never really tank. said it was a stealth car, though. They said it was to build to connect it, bridges it, across. It, yeah, it, it, they just like in those Close. moments where they're like driving and it's like kind of like quiet or whatever. Oh yeah, it, it, it was, was electric like, mode, man. Yeah, it was electric. <laughs> what, <laughs> electric. The one thing I like about the tumbler and why I picked the tumbler as my Batmobile is the way you sit in it. So when you sit in it, it collapses down so cool like it's almost like it's an extension of batman's body yeah i used to have like a giant he is that here. he is that that car yeah so that's kind of like what i like when remember that scene where they in dark knight where he's like he they get to the money the money uh i don't know if it's a money scene or what but something happens and he just gets into the tumbler and it just raises down and yeah. it just takes off oh man it's I'm like i'm not wearing hockey pants it's that just part? yes it's that part yeah yeah I, re- I don't wear hockey. Yeah. I really love the Tumblr too. Obviously, I had a, I used to have a giant one in this room. Um, I really love the uh, Keaton one as well too. I think like Tim Burton had a really cool take on the Batmobile as well. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. Like I wasn't a huge fan of the Batman vs Superman one because mm-hmm. it didn't really look like anything. Like it wasn't unique. At it all. wasn't unique or special. You know, it was just kind of like look it up. It was just kind of like it's a look. It's like a almost looked like a F like a F zero. Not F Zero. Um, yeah, Formula One. Formula One. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking, thinking of, of friggin' uh, Kevin Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. It, uh, Formula it, it One felt car like with like a combination of a lot of with a giant gun on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It um, reminded me of the. Wasn't it? Was it modeled after one of the Ark, like the Arkham games, or was the Arkham game modeled after this? After what? Sorry, Arkham. The, the Ar- Arkham Ar- Asylum is where we saw the Batmobile, and then Arkham, Arkham Knight had the Knight giant, had more the, the tank looking one. Yeah. The, was that modeled after this? Or no, it was just it reminds it came me after, of that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't too big of a fan of the look of the car, but... Yeah, it's not very it's not very memorable, yeah. Yeah, but the 90s yeah. car, like, even just any of the, like, 90s Batmobiles, like... So my, my favorite is the one from Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, that's, that's a movie. But that's, tell- that's a movie, but it's uh, live action, it's live such, action. You didn't you see that? Right? So, I, I think I did. I, I, I went through, like, like, all the different <laughs> Batmobiles and comics yeah. and stuff. Like, there's, there's not really a Batmobile, I re- like, I like. And it's weird because it's just it's always like the, long. You know, like the uh, Adam West and Burt Ward one. No, like we we saw that one in, in, like, so, in uh, that one's on display right at Warner well, we Brothers. Went to Warner Brothers. Yeah. We saw all them. I think. Yeah, even like Jim Lee's version of the Batman. It's just I don't know about Batman and cars. They just don't make sense to me because right. he he can do he can fly like he can be anywhere. You could go well, up he to can't a high. Really fly. He's more gliding. He's, he's gliding. Falling yeah, with style. Plane, you know? <laughs> a, a plane makes more sense. Like a because, bat wing. Because his character, like his, yeah. that, the being of a bat flies. So it doesn't, like a car or a bike doesn't make sense. But then I also like. But he has, Batman's very grounded too. Like he's dealing with people on the streets. You know? He's got to right. be on the streets. That's why I like Batman Year Zero where he really focuses on a dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. D- dude, but the bike for this rugged. movie looks awesome as well though. Yeah, with the ears of the yeah. front, that looks cool. Yeah, I like the bat themed vehicles. I like I like the car because it looks um, a lot more, I guess, incognito is what I'd say. Yeah. Because you could hide this Batmobile amongst civilians. Yeah, and 
Again, you what can't if it, what, hide that. What if Bat it transforms? Are we talking about the Robert Pattinson Batmobile? <laughs> yeah. The, what if it transforms though? It, it what if it transforms? Like, just a up car. like the Incredibles car, where it's just like he presses a button but it, and it's like, but like, and it goes, like, like, like all seriousness, it looks like a very souped-up car. Yeah. Dude, he just takes it, it. He's racing you, Dominic yeah. Toretto, man. I had, like, a, I had a hot a take. I said, say "What it. did I say on the in our message?" That I said, you hate movies. Is no, that I what said, you said? <laughs> you don't know how to spell Batman. I don't know what it was. No, I said this movie is going to be good based on the Batmobile. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was this my movie hot take. Going to be good. Um, this movie isn't going to be, be good, good based on the Batmobile. That was. Um, that was I I honestly stupid. think they uh, they released these pictures because you're going to be shooting with this out in the oh, open easy. now. So I I'm, I can't wait to see more angles of it. The the side profile shot where like Robert Pattinson's <laughs> behind it has a very Batman look like a Batmobile yeah. look to it. So I'm, I just want to see it running, you know? We also saw like a better look at Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So he's not a big Batman. I, I, I He looks I, like a skinny dude in a Batman. He's a skinny suit. bat. He's going to get his ass <laughs> He's health hit. conscious. He's, he's Again, he's year two. Yeah, but year Give two. Like, you're movies. supposed to be jacked at year two. But he could nah. be lean though, man. Like we don't, like we have. No, it, I don't know, Dude, man. Tom Hardy's like 5'6", and they made him look like he's eight feet tall in Dark Knight Yeah, Rises. but he looks like a ballerina. Wait, who? who does? Tom Hanks? Wait, no. Tom Hanks? Did you see Tom Hardy? <laughs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> Wait, no, Tom Robert, Robert Pattinson. I felt like he was going to start swinging in his cape and dancing in the back. Dude, what pictures did yeah, you look did at? You I just, that's I what I envisioned. When I saw him as Batman, I need to see him running or jumping or doing something. I feel like this week we're going to start seeing stuff. Well, start do you think this movie will be like heavily focused on practical effects or like a lot of... Because Matt Reeves is... Planet of the Apes is very CG. It's like CG based, but it's also like if you like, it's photorealistic. Like those apes, there wasn't any moments I was just like, "Ooh, that doesn't look good." You know? Yeah, Yeah. I think definitely into the whole. You know, you have Cloverfield, you have Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. He's definitely into the CGI, but it almost looks like he's trying to go more practical. Yeah, like we're going back to almost like a Nolan type uh, Batman. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys think though that this will have any connection to Ben Affleck's Batman. No, none at all. Like, like Elseworld, or or just like or just you, young version of because the rumor was like this is going to be a younger Batman because it's taking place in the nineties. Do you guys think this is current day, or do you think this is going to be oh. a, a, its own world now? Oh, well, if, it, world. if it's um, based off Bat Ben Affleck's Batman, it does take place in the nineties. It has a nineties. It would feel. it would have to, but like, do you do you think from what we've seen? I don't this know, man. Is, this, it's so it's hard to say. It's hard, it's hard to, to say. say. Yeah, I I think this is them. Just we're doing our own thing. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, shall we get into other iconic? Yeah, vehicles? let's talk. Yeah, about let's it. get into them. Anthony, you throw out one of your most iconic vehicles. Well, I'm gonna throw it out, but I, I'm gonna like. It's, Do it's, we have to catch it? No. Well, it's gonna probably take <laughs> one off your list. Oh God, to say it. The DeLorean, of course, hundred percent classic from Back to the Future. The the Delors. The Delors. When I when I saw Back to the Future when I was a youngling. Young. I saw that youngling. Oh, okay. What did I? What did you think? I said Young Link, like your Legend of Zelda. <laughs> cool, young Link. Um, the DeLorean was like for me like a super crazy exotic car, and you I didn't said even the first know one, right. The first DeLorean the, is your favorite. Yeah, and I didn't even know not the not the flying one. The the, yeah, yeah. the one well, with three, the tires. Three iterations of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the first one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Um, Iconic yeah, car. The 
Why are you smiling, Shay? I don't know. I don't know why. I'm <laughs> you, happy. You winked at Daniel. I you winked at Daniel? I, I didn't wink at Daniel. <laughs> Wait a you second. Let the record show I did not wink at Daniel. <laughs> you winked at Daniel and then you laughed. <laughs> I did give you a judgmental look, though, because you, you called the second one trash, I remember. Oh, oh the second it was, movie. If, if, no, the, the second Dorian. Dorian. You didn't like because the Because it flew. Yeah. I'm not. You're like, I don't like cars. Cars gotta be on the ground. Yeah. Back in my day, cars were always on the ground. Cars can't fly. That's a plane. Damn, it's true. That's what came first, chicken or the egg, you know? <laughs> the car. Came yeah, first. I, I, I think when it comes to any car, like, or any car in movies, I think that's going to be, like, the top of the list for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. The DeLorean, man. And to think, like, DeLorean at that time was bankrupt. Like, they were going bankrupt yeah. and they were losing money and they couldn't even produce cars. And here's a movie that's making this car, like, cool. Cool. Yeah. The most memorable, one of the most memorable yeah. cars in film history. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's one of my cars. You guys can shoot out your cars. Uh, a weird one for me, like I don't know, just from a young age, it always kind of like stuck with me. Was uh, the Ferrari from Ferris Fair Bueller? Yep, yeah, that was on my list. Yeah. Um, it uh, was. It's the. Um, is that the Ferrari? Is the nineteen sixty one two fifty GT SWB California? And t- did you know that's not even a Ferrari? Yeah, in the movie, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, not even a creator. real one. Yeah, they yeah. they weren't they didn't have the budget to crash yeah. one of those in the forest. <laughs> um, yeah, like did he like wipe it with a baby diaper and everything? Like that, yeah, that movie, like Ferris Bueller's, one of my top three, if not favorite movie of all time. And when it comes to like coolness, like Ferris Bueller obviously is cool, but like that car is like something you wanted to have. Like when I was a kid watching Ferris Bueller. That's what I thought high school could be. And then when you get to high school, you'll be like, nah, that's ridiculous. No one's doing this. But like, that's like almost like the kind of person, like everybody wants to be Ferris Bueller. And that car was such a crucial part of that. Just like, man, I want to drive around Chicago in, in a Ferrari and be in a festival and a parade. And, you know, I, I think one of my favorite like things is like he just, they wanted to drive the car backwards. They have to get the miles off of it. Like, it's just such a stupid idea that a teenager would have but i think like that ferrari is so iconic and i love that they destroy it at the end oh yeah it's yeah. so 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 cool oh they yeah. Bow, bow. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah um yeah. i think you know when you look at cars and movies one of the most famous characters that has a car is uh james bond bam bam I don't know. UK? So that was my cough. Okay. You have the Crone, right? That was the Crone cough. Uh, yeah. The, the, especially the DB5. Yeah. Aston Martin. Aston I'm not Martin. a big fan of Aston Martin. Oh, cars. sorry. Did you have to say that with a British accent as well? I too? did. I did. I'm I, not a I, big I just fan stuttered my word car. a bit and it came out like a British dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not a, a big fan, fan of, of Aston Martin. Aston and, Martin. And DB7s and 5s. I and like Vanquishes. And, and the Countach and the Vantage and the Bantage and all those ones. And the Akuna Matatas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, I like the. It's just it's a very classic car. Yeah, yeah. classic cool. movie car. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really care much for Aston Martins myself, but it's just Bond made that car cool. Yeah, yeah. that you scene know? in uh, Skyfall. Yeah, where he's like he goes to pick up the car and it's like he pulls like the sheet off of it and like just the music hits so hard there and I'm like, damn, that's a cool. Remember man when James there. Bond switched to the BMW? And the Pierce was it Brosnan. Was that enough? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Goldeneye. It was Goldeneye. Yeah. Because they had When he the, has like the remote control. Yeah. Uh, like the, was it a five series or seven series? Oh, I forgot. It was a three yeah. series spider or Was something. it a three series? Yeah. It was like the, the, the Roadster. They brought back the Roadster. <laughs> and it was BMW for a good three, four years. And then Daniel Craig came in and 
like became now Austin Martin back. Vanquish, and then Austin Martin DB five and DB seven, and they this new one has a, a, a very eighties Austin Martin inside yeah. of it, which yeah. was really really cool. Yeah, was there cool. was a, I don't know if this is from a movie or if this is like from the producers of Bond. Like you'll never see Bond driving a Ford. You know what I mean? Like there's like there's like a, no. a thing of coolness to Bond that like even though the Aston Martin isn't like the coolest car, that's always Bond's car. So like that's yeah. it makes it iconic. Yeah, I can't you know? see him like pulling up in a Honda Accord and being you know what like, I mean? "Get in, we got <laughs> we got to go somewhere." And then because like, the, all the car sensors are going off, yeah. there's too many villains nearby. Also, he has Dominic Toretto's voice for some reason as well too. Get in, we're going to Damn. save uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Is he yeah. rushing now too? <laughs> that, we, yeah. must, we must see Brian. Um, what other cars do you guys like from the world of movies? Well, one movie that's all about cars and not uh, Fast and the Furious. Oh, dude, I was going to say this is a perfect segue because we no. were just talking about it. It's Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds, uh, yeah, I knew it. With Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage is trying to get the one car that's escaped him for so long. And that's good old Eleanor. Eleanor. The Shelby GT500. What a car. Yeah. What a like, car. It's, it's such a beautiful car. Yeah. And I love the name Eleanor. And they, and you know, That's the what whole, I named my car. The whole movie is Direction? trying. Yeah. My car's named Ellie or Eleanor. How come? Okay, Eleanor yeah. Rigby and oh. Ellie. Well, but not over, not around six, God, 60 seconds? No. Oh. I don't know what that is. You've never I'm kidding. Re- <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you want me to leave in six seconds? Is that what you're saying? But yeah, like that whole movie is about getting Eleanor. And yeah. it's such a, like, that was my introduction to how important the Shelby GT500 was. And it was it's just a beautiful car. And like and the, then you watch Ford versus Ferrari and you really got it. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but like, just the, like, just, just the hood, like the hood, like the, 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 the hood scoops and, and the way that the hood is designed with the, the wires yeah. on the side. It's just, it looks, it's such a muscle car. It's like one of the, it is the greatest muscle car, I think. Yeah. Ever made. I'll take your word for it, man. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. And plus, Gone in 60 Seconds had a bunch of different cars that they it were did. stealing. It, really it was did. like, oh, yeah. Crazy. Um, Yeah. Again, Fast and the Furious is an obvious one. Like, we, we, we spoke a few episodes back about the Nissan Skyline. I love that car. Supra. Um, the Super Toyota Supra. Obviously, Dodge Challenger. But. I think if we're looking at really iconic cars, uh, Italian job, mm-hmm. Mini Coopers, man. You literally are stealing the ones that I am about to say next. Was that the one you were going to say next? <laughs> are you seeing them off my screen? Is that why? No, I literally I literally have it written on my... You son of a... <sighs> on my list. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. um, yeah, Italian job, Mini Cooper. Dude, the Italian job ride at Wonderland as well, too. Like, those uh, no, Coopers. no, it's called... Uh, I always, oh, uh, uh, Backlot Stunt Track. Stunt, stunt. <laughs> I wanted a Mini Cooper growing up because Same. of... The Italian job and yeah. like, oh wow, you could drive a go kart. Yeah. Then I realized how slow it was and like, no, nah, I don't want to drive it. Anymore. I had a rental once as a Mini Cooper. And how was it? It was cool. I remember asking. I'm not just true story. Like I remember asking this guy like who pulled up next to me, and like I was like, hey man, how do you enjoy the car? And he's like, it's very zippy. And I'll never forget that interaction because then he just very, drove up. It's a very zippy. He's like, car. it's very zippy. I'm like, okay, t- take take care, thank you. <laughs> and that's that's all he said to me. It was very zippy. I used to like go on the, like the Mini Cooper website. They're owned by uh, BMW, right? Yes. And like design my own and be like, "Oh, talk to a dealer today." And I always get the phone call. I'm like, "I'm just a kid. I can't buy this." <laughs> this uh, is last week, wasn't it? This is last week. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a, just kid. a kid. I can't buy this. Um, I'll get my mommy on the phone. But like they were, <laughs> mom, talk to this man. He's a dealer. I don't know what he wants. Drug dealer. <laughs> 
no, but like it's, it was just one of those things that like I the Mini Coopers have such a cool look. So like anytime I I still see them on the road, I'm like, oh, like that would be a fun car just to, to have to zip around in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to zip up in. Yeah, cool cars. Very cool yeah, cars. Very yeah, cool cars. very cool cars. Uh, when we talk about cars, oh no, Pixar's cars. Lightning McQueen. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I look back at a film that you know it made a plot point was getting the car. And I look at John Wick. And Ooh. John Wick had, uh, what was the car that he had in anything? It's a Shelby GT500? No. It's a it's 1969 the, Mustang. It's the it's John Wick Mobile. Is, is it a bullet or like a, not a bullet, a, like a fastback? Listen, man, you, I'm not a mechanic, so I can't tell you all these things. Maybe it's a 69 <laughs> Mustang Mach 1. Yes, Mach 1. Yeah. yeah. There's so many Mustangs, right? Of Mustang course. Boss, Mustang... <laughs> Of course, I mean, as I said, as a as a as aficionado <laughs> of the vehicles, I of the Mustang, because um, yeah, cool, the Mustang. Yeah, that one, very yeah. very cool car, very loud, which is ironic because my car is very quiet, and I yeah, any car is loud to your car. Well, I mean, yeah. muscle cars, they're all loud. You can hear them a mile away, man. Yeah, the uh, that's, that's one of the biggest annoyances. Uh, yeah, like annoyances, but also beauties of those cars where they were so loud that they became annoyances, yeah. but. You don't. They don't make cars like because literally they were putting in these friggin' five hundred horsepower straight line naturally aspirated yeah. V8s, which they don't make no more. But it's weird when you see cars nowadays that like don't need that. Like it'll be like an Audi A5, and it'll just well, sound like that. Like someone put like a fart can on the back of yeah. it to make it sound like a muscle car. Yeah, I drive an Audi. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't have a fart can on the back of yours though. That makes it sound like. But like yeah, they got. But yeah, they imagine- don't, don't, don't like like. Audi is a great... The only reason why I say it is because I, I was driving past one today who sounded like a fart can. Like, he was trying to race me. I'm like, no. I will destroy you. Was it a... What kind of Audi? Was it A5 or A4. was it a RS5? A4. It was an RS5. Are you kidding me? This guy Not RS4? No, it was an A4. It was probably 2008 as well. 2008 was a good year. No, yeah, it, was the, it was the, like, the old like, iconic look of the Audi, uh, the rounded shape. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that that guy was loud. Yeah. And I don't like him anymore. I love loud cars, but they can be annoyance too. You Especially when they go in the sneak city. Up on people. I love- Not saying that I sneak up on people. <laughs> you do sneak up on people. But I do. One thing I love about loud cars is if you go through a tunnel. Not if you go through the city and you're just yeah. in a, a piece of shit and you're driving really yeah, like, yeah. listen to my car. Yeah. Like I, I have people on the street because this is a straight line coming to my house that just they rip, rip down in. the street yeah. and I just want to cry. If you go into a tunnel <laughs> why? And you but I can't hear myself the cry tunnel, too loud. Especially if you have a Lamborghini. Yeah, there's two Lamborghinis is, right here. <laughs> which is kind of Lamborghini? my problem. I don't know, man. They're, one's green and one's yellow and I just like, uh, every day I'm just like, <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this podcast. I hope not. Their um, biggest fans are like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, one of the loudest sound cars, though, is so I saw the Tumblr when it came to Toronto in 2012. Oh, God. And when the dude revved the engine, I seven checked my... I, I lost hearing that day. Seven people died. It was one of those... I literally I literally checked my ears, and I'm like, blood? <laughs> what? I, I, I literally thought that I was going to die that day. He's like, do you guys want to hear how it sounds? We're like, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, Mom! <laughs> this is the Mini Cooper guy. <laughs> he's driving the Tumblr now. He's a dealer. <laughs> Why is he here? Uh, did you just see Daniel just uh, like blown through the wind? <laughs> Dude, literally, like, you know that, you know that uh, ad with the guy sitting in the chair? Maxwell? Being, yeah, yeah, the Maxwell one. Like, I felt like that, man. I thought I was going to be blown, blown away. It was so loud. 
I just put in my name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thrill House. Thrill House. Um, uh, one of my favorite fa- franchises, you probably heard about it a lot, is Bad Boys. Of course. Really? And Mike Lowry drives Mike some, Lowry. Mike Lowry. Some but what's great your car. favorite Lowry car? Well, it's the 550 Marinello that he uh, drives is in. Is it Bad Boys 2? Bad Boys 2. Yeah. Just because it's a Ferrari. And this is the thing. like The early 2000s, man, had such unique... like cars and movies like that's when fast and the furious had like the the, the neons yeah and like the cool ass looking cars like they were such a unique style that you'd be like yeah that's from that time period yeah and i think that's that's so cool when you I, see that in i love the, the the 911 turbo that he drove in 95 yeah, yeah. i did not like the new one the the, the, the i think it was a gt elemental p qrs yeah just didn't yeah like i didn't like the porsche that he was driving yeah. i think it was a, a carrera or maybe a cayman or or, I think it was a Cayman. It just didn't seem like Mike Lowry. No, like it, it could. Mike it should have been even higher. It should have been like a completely different port, like a high end, like a super. It also was only I think one scene, just the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. going to to the hospital, <clears throat> which is very yeah. weird because I feel like you should have seen it more. But then they spend more time on like a Nissan Quest. Yeah, but that was it was well oh, used. Very well, so used. good, very fun. And then well, I love that movie still. So yeah, but talking about Bad Boys too. Mm-hmm. What a great chase sequence! It's very cool chase. That very long chase was sequence. really long. <laughs> yeah. Very long. It's with, half the movie with the yardies and not and as long as in the Six Underground though. Oh god, the opening! The it's opening the opening of the movie sequence? with the Alfa Romeo, the thirty-five minute one. I think the Julia, yeah. the the Alfa Romeo Julia, yeah, Quadrofolio. Okay, I'm sorry. You saying who? What to me? You're gonna a, a, a curse so on my house Alfa right now. Alfa Romeo <laughs> has like their their higher end line, but even just in history, they have a four leaf clover. So they call it a quadrofolio, which mm. is a four leaf leaf, a four mm. panel. How many is demons this, have you summoned? In this I was going to say, right Jesus, I'm scared to open these doors, yeah. man. Yeah, the, uh, the quadrofolio, uh, the Portuguese uh, man of war, Alfa Romeo. <laughs> Alfa Romeo. That's how Ferrari started. It all started because of Alfa Romeo. Uh, he's a good guy. Is that a guy? I think so. Yeah. So if you guys could have, I guess, like to bring it all together. If you guys could have any one of the cars that we spoke about today as your everyday driving car. What would it be? DeLorean. I just but love but what if it didn't fly? Why, why, why can't it fly, though? I'm just saying. No, you can't. What I, if, said, I said number one, and that's the one that we have wheel, to choose. Wheels oh, on the ground. Go round and round. Yeah, wheels on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'd probably still choose the DeLorean, because I just love the wheels. I mean, and and also, sorry, it's environmentally friendly as well, too. Is it? Yeah. Because in the or is in it the, the second, second one? one? Second one's environmentally friendly. And the first one is plutonium. <laughs> so it's that, that's not at that's all. That's environmentally friendly, friendly yeah. you know. But I just like the the you know the Falcon Wing kind of doors. I just really yeah. dig that style. Very cool. Um, but yeah, I guess that you know what is, is there? Sorry, before your question though, is there a movie car you do not like? Like that's a very famous movie car that you're like, I don't get it. Mm. I'll I'll go mine out there. I don't really care for the Ecto one. The Ghostbusters. Oh, the, go- the Ghostbusters yeah. car. It just, I, I'm sure it's it's a very famous car, and I, mm-hmm. and I love Ghostbusters, but it to me is just like a station wagon, so I don't really care for it. That's a toughie, man. I, like, that's I love that. I like that. Like it's just well, synonymous with with. Ghostbusters. I think it's great that it's synonymous with them, but it's not. I don't get the hype for it. I guess is my thing. Hmm. Man, there's so many good cars. I'm just looking at these cars. <laughs> we didn't even. Talk I don't about- like Lightning McQueen. Okay, <laughs> I gonna, wait, do not like over Mater. 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 Yeah, Mater. Oh, you know what? Fucking the Love Bug. 
Oh Herbie? no, the Herbie. Herbie. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck Herbie. <laughs> Herbie can get I cannot. I think, I think we should. I cannot, we should start the I hashtag hate with the eyes. Is the, yeah, and the you know stupid grin. Stupid. Yeah, stupid yeah. bug. I'm with you. Nobody there. drives a bug. A bug can't freaking beat real cars. I'm a big. Uh, I really dislike any buses in movies. Just any oh, bus yeah. in general. Get them out of here. They're too slow. As in, like, like a school bus type, or like oh, those? school buses for sure. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. Get. I hate. I thought you meant like in a little bit of sunshine when they're driving around in like a VW. Van. No, no, no. Oh, you know what we didn't say, but we said the Mystery Machine is a great car yeah, we, as well too. Yeah. There's also like the Blues Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, what a scene. Um, what a scene. The, the, the car scene and they go through the <laughs> yeah, mall yeah I was gonna say the, I was watching um, top 10 like vehicles that were on something of Pawn Stars and like the the Blues Brothers you car was Pawn on there Stars right I did say Pawn Stars cool. right just making sure um, and uh, the, the white Bronco was also they tried oh to sell it yeah. they're bringing back the Bronco this yeah, year yeah they are I'm looking forward to I seeing what it looks like 2020 or 2021 like. but it's like it's well, one of those things 2021 I think. Yeah. but like why though like they Bronco know what, they know good... what it's they know what it's tied to, though. But That's it's, called, it's called the Killer Edition, too. <laughs> it's white. It only uh, comes in and white. And there's a glove in the back. Yeah, there's a glove in the compartment. Yeah, and it only goes like 50 miles an only hour. Only one glove, though, and yeah. it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit anybody. Who's OJ's friend in the car? Uh, AJ. Uh, AJ. AJ. Uh, Theo from the well, Cosby yeah. Show. But AJ, <laughs> AJ, I forgot his last name. Yeah, AJ comes with it. Yeah. yeah. AJ, AJ's in the backseat just yelling at you. <laughs> Don't pick up over. the phone. <laughs> God. Um. What car would you drive, Anthony? Shelby GT500. Okay, I'm sorry. That or, or <laughs> the, sorry, you asking. Um, <laughs> Not the, or the 1986 Ferrari Testarossa from Miami Vice, which was a white Testarossa. Oh, which, that's good, too. For those Ooh. of you who understand what oh. Testarossa stands for, it's redhead. That's why it was red. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was a white one. The, the was, it, was it a Lambo in... Uh, or the white Lambo? Or was it a white Ferrari that he drives in... Um, white Ferrari. He drives a... In, in um, Wolf of Wall Street. He... Drives a, a white Lambo. It's a, it was. I it started off as blue. He's like, no, my Lambo was white. Yeah, and it turns so away. That was yeah. a. I that was a dope car too. too. I thought Margot you were, talking, I thought you were gonna talk about too. the Michael Mann Ferrari, which was a Modena. Oh, car names are weird, man. Mostly these Italian ones. Yeah, this is That's very the strange. Wrong with them. They're it just Alfa Romeo, Donatello, Maria, Quattro Quattro Cinco. That's another great. The Pope, 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 Pope Mobile. Oh yeah, with the glass, with the clear uh, glass. Big fan of the Jetsons uh, flying car. <laughs> that's how. It, I'm sorry. What we, that was. That's how it sounds. We pingu there. That was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when it flies by. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I would take. Yeah, Dan, I, what would you drive? Yeah, the Batmobile. Yeah, hundred percent. Give me the Batmobile. You're not gonna be able to park that, man. Dude, but I'll just drive over. I'll park over people. <laughs> <laughs> Many people are dead. Uh, that's. You got to do what you got to do. That's true. You got to find parking at Costco. You just got to fit in there, you know? Yeah. This was an episode. This yeah. was an episode. This was a lot of fun. How long is this episode? We're going to hit seven hours. We could, if you talk for another 50 seconds, we'll hit two hours. So okay, let's, let's end let's this end episode it. really quickly. <laughs> Thank you for all. Thank you for all. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Um, as always, you can catch the our, a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday morning. And please. Uh, connect with us on thistimewith.com slash talk and instagram.com slash yeah, this time with handles as well. um, this time with on Instagram and Twitter and that was this with the <laughs>
<laughs> oh and that God. was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. Oh, Shay's not here next week. So, oh my God, why are you yelling at me? I did that we'll on purpose. <laughs> I will be in the Philippines. So, if you guys have any requests of what you'd like for me to cover in the Philippines, uh, hopefully not in bugs. You know, that's it. <laughs> we'll see you then. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.